Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things we've seen, heard, or read, <laughs> what we did, and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. <laughs> yeah, doggy, what's up? Hello, my name is Albert. And my name is Ruthie. This is Jami. And the dog barking in the background is the dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to our special guest for the week, guys. Come on. <laughs> come to the mic. For the, for the, for the week? <laughs> but anyways. Actually, actually, that was me. I was just coughing. Oh, uh, I see, I from see. a flu. <laughs> I see. I see. Welcome to episode 269. Hey now. Nice. Sorry, it's nice. Not hey now. Nice. <laughs> of the Stuff and Junk show. Yeah. Uh, this e- is... The, this is the final episode of 2019. Mm-hmm. So we are still going to be talking about our last video of 2019 is not the dog. It's uh, our me and Jamie's movie list. We're going to do, I'm going to do my top 12 favorite movies of the year. Jamie's going to do his top nine, maybe. Nine, yeah. maybe. I have to be honest, I haven't seen that many movies this year, yeah. apparently. And, and Ruthie huh? will chime in when she can. Huh? And then we're, yes. also, we're also <laughs> going to do our uh, predictions for 2020. Huh? And although I made fun of John Ming last week for making too many predictions this year, I'm making a lot of predictions. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I'm like 25 <laughs> predictions already ready to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, How many do you have, John Ming? I think only like, ni- I thought we agreed to 18, so I think I got like 18. <laughs> I thought we said 21. I'm sure you'll come with more once you hear you guys, our you guys predictions. Talk amongst yourself, man. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I'm going to write some stuff, stuff down here. And then on the top of the episode, we are going to be do, doing our review of The Mandalorian Season 1. Mm-hmm. Ruthie, did you watch the last episode? I did. All right, cool. So we're here. We're good to go. Uh, we're going to go ahead and do our final 2019-related segment here, Jamming. Our top favorite movies of the year. Once again, this is a reminder. It's favorites. We're not judging it based on quality, based on what we like. Oh, these are the best movies, huh? Well, Jamming, <laughs> yes. I'm not. This is, my, this is my favorite movies of the year. I'm doing a list of 12 because there's 12 months in a year. And also, I'm not going to do it by numerical order. You can wait for my official full list. That, um, that I'm going to post on the website uh, in a few days from this recording. And you can get my number list right there. Uh, I did watch 139 movies in 2019. 139? 139, Lord, which, is actually, crap. which is less than 2018. 2018, I watched 162 movies. Good Lord. Right? So I'm not actually up in my game right now. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Ruthie, did I ever tell you, back in the day when we first started this podcast, she would say, oh, I watched like 100 movies, blah, blah, blah. At one point, for one show, I did. we did a quiz show. About mm-hmm. the like the hundred movies that he watched and stuff like that. I yeah, think, you know, because I saw the movie. He actually that, remembers that. every movie. He actually remembers most of it. I think. How'd you do? Do you remember? I don't remember. Yeah, I let to re release it to the podcast. I think we have to do that. <laughs> I think we have to do that bit again next year and stuff sure, like that. Sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. It's a lot of movies. Yeah, right? so I, I'm gonna be That's doing a my lot list. of movies. It is. It is. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I like going to movies. Um, well, I think what screwed me over was that the flip over from AMC Stubbs A List to Cinemia to Regal, uh, to Regal Unlimited. All mm-hmm. that flipped overs kind of. I don't know, ruin my flow of watching movies. So, mm-hmm. like I said, I'm not up to my game. It should be like over 150 movies, but it's only like 139. And there's mm-hmm. still like uh, several more movies from 2019 that I still have to see. So, mm-hmm. so I'm well, also. Well, if it's your passion, there should be no excuses. Mm-hmm. Well, life, life yeah. is an excuse. <laughs> I don't know, man. Make an effort is what I'm saying. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah. And I'm also going to be doing mine in alphabetical order. Sure. I, I think I already said that. Yeah. And then, Jamming, I don't know what you're going to do. What'd you. I'm going to do, because I have three 
clear favorites and stuff like that, and everything else is kind of like in whatever order you want. All right. And there's some honorable mentions and stuff like Did that. Do you want to start first? I will go first. I will start with the, my top three. I mean, to me, these are the top three. Your actual I, top three. Yeah, actual top three. Okay. In any, any kind of order. Uh, I'll start with Avengers. Uh, Endgame, you know what I mean? It just, what do you call it? It's accumulation of uh, 22 movies. It had humor. It had action. It had adventure. It ties up, like tw- like, like I said, 22 years of plot lines and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Also, moves in Universe 4 and stuff like that. I laughed. I cried. It's a great movie. Yeah, it's supposed to cried. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Avengers <laughs> yeah. Endgame is on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, it starts with A, so that kind of works out, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Avengers sure. Endgame. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's it's the most fan service of all the mm-hmm. MCU movies in terms of like payoffs. Mm-hmm. Right, but uh, but in terms of a movie itself, it's also really good. Yeah. So yeah, definitely, it's a fan service in the best way possible. In the best way that. possible, especially yeah. in the light of some recent. Right, right. Yeah, that's ours. Okay, so so Avengers Endgame. My my next in my list is uh, alphabetical. Is D Doctor Sleep. Yes. Doctor Sleep surprised me because I was not expecting this movie to be as good as it mm-hmm. became, and my God, I love this movie. Yeah. Fantastic sequel to The Shining, the books and the movie at the same time. Yeah. And also like a showcase of Mike Flanagan's uh, work as a filmmaker. I think this is a year of a lot of great to solid movies that for some reason didn't find an audience. This this is on that list. You know what I mean? Doctor Sleep. I thought uh, King versus um, Godzilla versus some what was a Godzilla movie. Godzilla, the King, King of Monsters, Monsters yeah. uh, fighting with my family. Oh, there's, mm-hmm. there's a long list of really terrific, solid movies, uh, studio movies that just for some reason didn't find a movie, and this is one of them. This thing kind of bombed. I think it made less than forty million, probably on a sixty million dollar budget. But this is a terrific movie. Yeah. And, and oh, sorry, uh, you know he's recently talked about when the when a digital copy comes out. There's going to be like a three-hour version. Ooh. And I'm actually interested in seeing I'm that. looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, nice, it's nice that you mentioned Fighting My Family because this is this is also the year of Flor- Florence Pugh. Yes. Started off Fighting My Family. She had Midsommar. Mm-hmm. She had Little Women. Yeah. And then next year, she's going to be in Black Black mm-hmm. Widow. So yeah, fantastic actress. You should check her out. Uh, go ahead, John Ming. What's, your, what's next on your list? Ne- like, again, I'm still in the top three. The next one is Parasite. Mm-hmm. It's just bonkers. It's is nuts and stuff like that. It has one of the best third acts I've ever seen in any movie and stuff like that. It's the one movie where I literally like gasped and and like hollered who and you know in the theater and stuff like that. Parasite. Parasite. Dang it! I still haven't seen that movie. You should watch I've been it. wanting to see it. It's, it's com- fantastic. It's coming on a home video next month. So is it really? You, yeah, you'll wow. be able to watch it pretty soon. Um, hmm, that is okay. that is also my top twelve of the year. Um, the, the the Korean name is if I'm gonna try and get it wrong here is Kiss uh, Young Chung. I think you nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Parasite yeah. is fantastic. It is on my list uh, under P, of course. Mm-hmm. And yeah, everybody should watch this. It is going to be nominated. Oh, am I am I, am I spoiling my predictions thing? In well, you're, you're talking about my prediction too. It's it's not only going to be nominated for best picture. It's probably going to be nominated, obviously, for a foreign picture. And right, I think right. it's going to win. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, Parasite definitely watch it. Yeah. Uh, yes, it's it is subtitled, but folks, you get over it really fast because mm-hmm. it's a it's such an engaging movie. You'll get over it really fast. Uh, another one on my list is. Should be F or T, mm-hmm. The Farewell. Mm-hmm. Farewell, The oh. Farewell. Farewell is on my list. Uh, it's a fantastic movie about an Asian American going back to China. Mm-hmm. And it is it is a good like look into into the cultural difference mm-hmm. thing. So I will argue that this is actually kind of pro-Chinese, but mm-hmm. I, I would say not completely. Mm-hmm. But it is a good way of looking at both sides of the story and and family culture mm-hmm. about about like not about lying to your grandma that hey you're dying. Mm-hmm. Like you're not supposed <laughs> to say that. It's fantastic. It's a fantastic yeah. piece of cinema. Yeah. It, that was, that's going to be number three on my my, my top oh, three. As well. okay. I've mentioned this on a hmm. previous podcast. The Farewell, it's the most relatable movie I've ever seen in my life. You know what I mean? It's more relatable to, to me personally than A Better Luck Tomorrow, Dry Luck Club, or even to like Taiwanese 
of movies and stuff like that. You, know you mean tell me you're not you can't relate to Burlock tomorrow because you're not a gangster and yeah, you go steal exactly. stuff from, from fries <laughs> and electronics? <laughs> uh, parts of uh, Fast Furious, I know. I get and, and you, you, you can't relate to Joy Luck Club because you're you're not female. <laughs> well, I'm not. My mind has skills isn't what it used to be and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But I was telling Albert before and stuff. Like, this is the only movie where I mean, not only does I mean, uh, what uh, Aquafina's uh, what called. Mandarin Chinese slash English, it's just like mine. You know, it's literally my Mandarin Chinese and stuff like that. I was telling Albert, I uh, I don't know if you know Ruthie, but twice a year I go to China, right? And there yeah. are so many things in the fair world that mirrors my own experience in China. I'm talking about this is besides the, the theme and the culture and all that stuff. Just like little bits of this movie just reminds me of my personal life. Every time I go to China and I talk to these, I just have these kind of random conversations with hotel workers or uh, they they, all, they always they always say, oh, you're from America. Oh, you know, oh, that must be a great, great and wonderful place. You know what I mean? It's like literally the same <laughs> conversation that I have in China that I, that's in this movie. It's unbelievable. And incredibly moving, incredibly touching. Yeah. I, I, Albert mentioned the, the cultural differences. And it's, not, it's very layered, too. Mm-hmm. I don't want to spoil too much, but there's a, it's more than like her family. You know what I mean? There's multiple families, multiple immigrants going to different places in the, in the world and, and all that stuff. And it's also generational. And Albert mentioned mm-hmm. that it, it, it's, not, it's not as westernized as you think it is and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So, there are, yeah, it's, it's great. It's a great movie. It's a legitimately yeah. great movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like adding it list. to my list <laughs> that, that one that one Ruthie actually you can watch through my account if you want to yeah. watch it oh, yeah okay. yeah I just have to, I have to find the time to like sit mm-hmm. down and actually because I've been watching so many things now too that yeah. I'm mm-hmm. starting to lose track of like yeah. what movies that I need to actually watch and keep you up know, with you know for that for that movie find a, a Chinese American Mandarin friend and watch it together and stuff you'll <laughs> laugh you'll cry it's, it's stuff it's really actually good stuff. I am learning a little bit of Mandarin yeah. recently because of my two co-workers mm-hmm. they're teaching me a lot <laughs> It's great. It's it's fantastic. I can't say enough nice thing, nice things about the farewell and stuff like that. Go ahead, Jamie. I'm gonna go with a comedy, uh, the Good Boys, mm. with, with, with just Good mm. Boys. That is actually next on my list as well. So yeah. it's just it's just it's just funny. You know what I mean? It's just simply funny and stuff like that. Yep. I rewatched some of the comedy bits recently on, on on streaming. It's just hilarious and stuff. Mo, uh, this is a Seth Rogen kind of movie, and it's, it, it's produced and written by them. But it, it's usually their, their movies are like adults acting like man child. But these people and these, but these are kids that act like acting like adults. They're, tr- they're trying to act like they're adults. Trying to act like adults. They're trying yeah. to act like adults. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's just funny. You know what I mean? It's in the same kind of. When I watch it, it's it, it reminds me of you know those laugh out loud comedies like uh, what called sausage party, mm-hmm. uh, Borat and stuff like that. We just, you just rolling laughter. It's big thumbs up. Big, yeah, big thumbs up. This is on my list. I, I pretty much describe it as a live action South Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's it's really funny. <laughs> this is one of the funniest movies I've seen all year. Yeah, and it kind of went under the radar for a lot of people. And mm-hmm. I, I recommend people watch Good Boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, next on my list uh, went through F and J and G. Oh, J, uh, John Wick Chapter Three Parabello. I mean, action- how could that not be on anybody's yeah. list? Yeah, in terms of action movie of the year, yeah. this is action movie of the year. Yeah, so. I mean, I mean, enough said. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually movie of the year. <laughs> There's so many great action set pieces with and stunt work that's just amazingly done. Yeah. The knife scene at the beginning of the movie, and so it's fantastic. And it, dog kung fu. Yeah, dog kung fu. It's just fantastic. Yeah, big thumbs up for John Wick three. Okay, what's next? Uh, I'm gonna go with Hustlers. Hustlers. Wow. Okay. Top I love Hustlers and stuff like that. It. Uh, what do you call it? It's uh, it's a. Uh, it has a Martin Scorsese, Goodfellas. What do you call it? Vibe, but it's its own thing. You know what I mean? And I love it. I love the cast. I love this. It's a it's ensemble, but it's also a two piece between J Lo and uh, what's her name, Constance Wu, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh, it's a great story, great acting, and it looks gorgeous too. There's a sh- there's a sh- there's a shot in the 
in the because you know I don't know if you know this guys but I've been to a few strip clubs and stuff like that you know what I mean in my oh, day a, like, few? a few a few, a few. <laughs> yeah but come it, on yeah <laughs> but it, what's really interesting about it, it 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 this movie captures the griminess and the yuck factor of a strip club but also makes it look gorgeous and, and glamorous too at the same time and it's not just about uh it's not about stripping actually it's about friendship and stuff like that it's about finding your own voice and you know what i mean and just uh what do you call it? uh making your own path it's a great movie i love hustlers Big thumbs uh, up. i also enjoyed hustlers i think right now on my list is number 50 oh jesus christ but yeah, anyways, but I, I did like it. 50? I did like it a lot. Know, That's a good thing, actually. That's not a good thing. My top 100 is actually all movies that I recommend. Uh-huh. So, so I recommend it a lot. You know what I'm okay. saying? I bet you do. Yeah, I, you know what I'm saying? Uh, next <laughs> on my list is uh, Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit mm-hmm. is a fantastic movie. Uh, it, it has, it's a satire on Nazism and, and pretty much people who, who fall under a cultish kind of attitude mm-hmm. where they're blindly following something because it was the cool thing to mm-hmm. do. And it turns it on its head mm-hmm. and re- it shows them. Yeah, you don't do that. Mm-hmm. Jojo Rabbit. Fantastic movie. A great young actor. A great young actress. And uh, Scarlett Johansson in her apology tour for, for Ghost, Ghost in the Shell. Doing a fantastic job. Okay. <laughs> this is the year of Scarlett Johansson's apology tour. <laughs> okay, go on. Next one, I'm going to go with a big blockbuster. Uh, Spider-Man, Far From Home. Yeah, that is also on my list. It's fan- it's a fantastic yeah. movie. Co- going into it, I thought, oh, how are they going to pick up the pieces after Avengers Endgame and so forth? And I thought they would, you know... I thought the I thought I knew it was gonna be good because the first one was good, but I, it, it exceeded my expectations and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Instead of being sort of like down and dour and stuff, like that, they actually filtered the end of uh, Avengers through the prism of Spider Man's world. So it's a lot of humor. It's still about kids growing up, finding their own voice and stuff like that. You know, it's great. And the, and Jake Gyllenhaal gives a, a what do you call it? Uh, all time great performance as Mysterio. Agreed. This is what I would call the MCU's version of National Lampoon's Vacation. Mm-hmm. But for superheroes, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's it's very funny. It's very action adventurey. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a lot of fun. Yeah, it's just a lot of fun. And mm-hmm. it, and I I know a lot of people want to focus on Spider Man as an adult, but I love the fact that this is still Spider Man as a kid because mm-hmm. the kid humor and the cute uh, the kid social touches and whatnot gets to shine yeah. with with this with the Spider Man franchise. Yeah, and continuing the uh, tradition of uh, Spider Verse last year, it has one of the great uh, end credits scenes of all time and stuff like that. It's oh great. right, right. It's yeah. great. It's fantastic. Big thumbs up for uh, Spider Man. All right, next on my list might surprise you. It's actually the Netflix Christmas animated movie, Klaus. Oh, okay. Um, the, I didn't think I was going to love this movie as much as I did, but if there is one Christmas movie that defines the 2010s, mm-hmm. it should be Klaus. First off, it's still 2D animation, even though it looks amazingly beautiful. Yeah. Um, the story is is maybe set as uh, in the past, but it's very modern in, in terms of what it's talking about. It is the movie that... that People uh, doesn't deserve, but need to watch okay. in terms of a Christmas movie. Oh wow! It's, it's a fantastic, of, fantastic okay. Christmas oh, movie. It's kind of hyped up. All right. Oh yeah. Go ahead. Next one is Dolomite is my name. It's, ah, yeah. It's an, it's uh, it's one of the best Netflix, if not the best Netflix movies I've seen. Dolomite Dolomite is my name. It's a wonderful, wonderful movie about the American. Uh, it's American story and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. a it's a it's a it's a, what, uh, I'm sorry, the American dream actually. You know what I mean? It's also mm-hmm. it's also about uh, community. It's about finding your own voice and stuff like that. It's great. Mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy's great. Uh, it's ensemble cast. It's great. I love Dolomite is my name. It, the one thing about Dolomite is my name. Uh, not, it's not on my list. It's number 40 on my list. Oh, actually. you son of a bitch. It's, it's still pretty good. 40 is <laughs> good. Yeah. You um, racist, racist son of a bitch. Speaking <laughs> of racism, huh? the jokes that they have in the in the movie, the very beginning part, the first act, 
was kind of like maybe too black for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, wow. But wow. The, the thing is always that the rest I'm of the... I'm very uncomfortable with this. The, with this. the rest of the Tell movie... Tell how you really feel, yeah, Robert. Seriously. The, the rest of the movie, the, uh, the, the, the American story type of movie, mm-hmm. lovely. Yeah. I completely was engaged in that mm-hmm. one. Fantastic movie. It's on Netflix, people. Go check it out. And one of my favorite things, speaking about race, one of my favorite things about Dolomite is my, my name is, it does white people in it and stuff like that, but they're definitely not the focus. You know what I mean? It's not like, uh, what do you call it, when, the, when they did a movie about Jackie Robinson, they had Harrison Ford in it. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not one of those things. You know, white people are in it, but they're not really the focus. And they're not primarily hmm. the antagonist or protagonist. They're just, you know, because they're good white people, bad white people. But then again, it's not. They're not sharing the story. It's a it's a story about but well, but they make fun of that though. <laughs> of course, yeah. they do make fun of the fact that there are white people in this movie, and oh. there are some jokes thrown at white. people. Well, I'm sure white people can take it. You know, I'm, sure, <laughs> I'm sure they have the Teflon. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Uh, so yeah, it's great. It's it's fantastic. It's yeah. it's 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 like I said, it's about the American dream, it's about per- perseverance and stuff like that. It's great. It's a it's a it's actually I was surprised how much of a feel good movie it is. You know yeah. what I mean? That's definitely surprised about the feel good aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, ter- in terms of American perseverance, Eddie Murphy, fantastic in this movie, fantastic mm-hmm. in the role, mm-hmm. and he would not, he would like you to not say that this is his comeback. Because he's been working since ever since, but every whatever. few years he gets he 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 has this com- these comeback movies and stuff like that. Yeah, but. he has a lot of comeback mm-hmm. movies. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next on my list is Knives Out. Yeah. Uh, Knives Out is a fantastic murder whodunit kind of kind of movie with a very very smart screenplay writing. Um, it's a good counterpoint, not counterpoint, but it's a good companion piece to Parasite. Mm-hmm. Actually, I would say, and Knives Out, amazing, amazing cast, amazing yeah. direction, amazing writing. Go see it. Yeah, and that kind of closes out my list. Knives Out. Yeah, Knives Out. It's a great movie. Mm. I was surprised by how much fun I had at Knives Out and stuff like yeah. that. You know what I mean? It's it's a lot of fun. The movie moves. You know what I mean? It was like quick pace. There's a lot of characters, but you never kind of lost in what was what's going on and stuff like that. Yep. It's great. It's yeah. a fantastic. It's a it's a it's a classic classic uh uh of classically made classically acted. It's it's a great movie. Yeah, I, I would say I would say when I watch when I watch Knives Out, I had the urge to watch Clue. Because mm-hmm. Clue is a great satire of the whodunit. And, and yeah, it, it's that kind of a movie where it reminds you, yeah, whodunits are great. And this is a year where Adam Sandler did a, and Jennifer Aniston did a whodunit movie called Murder Mystery. Oh, yeah. Which, right. is pre- which I liked mm-hmm. and I thought it was okay. Um, but it was your standard whodunit. Mm-hmm. This is what you call mm-hmm. a whodunit that's yeah. elevated mm-hmm. to a naturally really great movie. Yeah. To quote John Ming from our review of, of Knives Out, mm-hmm. I don't really have that many negative things to say about yeah. this movie, and which is surprising because we have negative things yeah. to say for everything. It's literally one of those movies <laughs> where it's kind of like a, a, almost a perfect movie, almost so, perfect movie. Yeah, yeah. 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 Wow. Uh, okay. So, so, um, I think this is going to be the next one on my list. Then it's yeah. a great movie. It's a great movie. It's all just so much fun. It's all right. uh, I have two more movies that aren't in your list. Uh, Toy Story Four. You were gonna. You were. You I were, just. I just literally scribbled it down. You scribbled yeah, it down. Yeah. Toy Story Four. I think is the perfect. If you watched Toy Story when you were young, the first one. This is the perfect companion to you because this is pretty much directed towards older people middle aged people mm-hmm. uh, people who are retiring mm-hmm. that is a team of Toy Story 4 spoilers mm-hmm. but uh, but it, it's just such a lovely movie yeah. and it doesn't completely follow the Toy Story formula mm-hmm. not completely and I appreciate that because yeah. all the Toy Story movies are so similar to each other yeah. But, so yeah Toy Story 4 fantastic, yeah. fantastic. I, thought, I thought Toy Story 3 was a perfect ending to the franchise but I didn't think we needed Toy Story 4 so uh, this, this movie is, in terms of its story it's perfectly good it's perfectly fine and stuff like that but uh, the thing I admire most about this movie is the animation the animation is unbelievably yeah, great the, is. Uh, the way they animate the way they shaded the way the lighting and stuff like that it's unbelievable it's, it's, it's incredible mm-hmm. and stuff like that but okay and my last on my list, um, well, yeah, I skipped. I skipped the letter. Mm-hmm. Is M for Marriage Story? 
Marriage Story is mm. is the, the the best movie about a divorce that I've ever seen, and <laughs> and it humanizes the characters in the movie. You love them, you hate them. It, it's just it's it's just so much so much depth and so much themes and so much. It has so much to say from this story, and it, and I love it so much. Yeah, so much emotion in that movie. Yeah. Oh, Ruthie, you saw it. I saw it. Yeah. Oh, okay. What did you think? Um, yeah, and I actually didn't think that they were like the 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 characters. You couldn't find a way to like. It's almost like you sympathize for the whole situation for mm. both parties. Right. I, yeah, I think okay. it's very fair. It's easy to say that oh, I don't like these characters, but <clears throat> mm-hmm. but as the movies goes along, you kind of can't really completely fault them, and you kind of can't yeah. completely forgive them either. It's like. That's life. That's yep. life. People are yeah. flawed, yep. and you kind of have to accept it. And but the way the movie concludes is just such a perfect way of concluding it, and 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 I really appreciated that. Listen, guys, listen. listen. Here's my whole thing. <laughs> Here's my whole thing. Now. I gave it. I gave this movie a good 15 minutes. Yeah, that's it's, enough. <laughs> it's, it's, it's on Netflix because it's, it's so it's easy for me to watch. You know, what I, mean? I didn't get I didn't get I didn't get dressed. I didn't have to go to a car and stuff like that. Listen, I gave it a good 15 minutes. It's just not for me. Like what, what, I had the same reaction. To this movie, as I did to uh, "Call Me by My Name," you know what I mean. It's not. It's I couldn't relate to it, and I didn't couldn't relate to mm. "Call Me by My Name" not because of the homosexuality. And I can't relate to uh, "Marriage Story" because I'm not married. But it's just, it's just not for me. You know what I mean? It's just like, you don't need you know, to be married to relate to this. You I just know, need to have just, to be in a relationship. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying the, the the other aspects of the of the movie. Just I can't relate. The they're like kind of middle class. The guy's doing some amp avant-garde uh, uh, play in New York. It's like it's not for me. You're really it's, missing out it's, on what? It's just too you're much. really missing out on one of the best. Scenes yeah. of the year with Adam Driver You're later like on. Focusing I, on parts of the movie that like, uh, did not. It's, it's just, just more like an accessory. They're just right. too rich and rich. They're too smart for their own good and stuff like that. You know what I mean? No, no, no but it's I, not it's, about. Is Laura Dern <laughs> trying to seduce Scarlett Johansson in that scene with no, them in, in the law office? It's more about yeah. the relationship between the two people and like, the people around them and was, what makes them a family yeah, and I how they. And how their relationship eventually dissolved into. Un, un, I, I'm sure I'll uh, get to that point once if I if I watch the movie all the way through. But it's like there's like so many things in the beginning that just doesn't work for me and stuff. It's like I don't know. You're like, focusing on the wrong details. Yeah, you're focusing on the wrong details. <laughs> is, and is Scarlett Johansson's uh, sister in a different movie? Is she is she doing comedy? Is she doing slapstick in that That's movie? That's the thing, though. That's the thing, though. <laughs> like, what, what, I, what I love about Marriage Story is it isn't a completely serious yeah. drama. It's a serious <laughs> drama, but it has comedy in it, <laughs> and I yeah. really yeah. really appreciated that. Yeah. Again, I gave it a good fifteen minutes, guys. What more do you want? more do you want from me? Hey, hey, what do you want? You okay, you, no, you, I'll, I'll go back to it. Either way, either way, go ahead and repeat your, your the movies on your list. Oh, what do you call it? Uh, Endgame, Far From Home, The Farewell, Good Boys, Hustlers, Parasite, Dolomite is my name. Knives Out. Uh, I was telling Albert earlier, I I don't like my list because I haven't seen any of the big December movies, Uncut Gems, Little Women, 1917. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And also, real quick, I want to mention movies that I, I really enjoy, I really admire. They really try to do something uh, new and different in film, but just doesn't 100% work for me. I want to mention Midsummer, Us, Brightburn, uh, Booksmart in particular and stuff like that. So I just want to mention that real quick. Okay. Oh, on my list, you got Avengers Endgame, Doctor Sleep, The Farewell, Good Boys, Jodwick Chapter 3, Parabellum, Jojo Rabbit, Klaus, Knives Out, Marriage Story, Parasite, Spider-Man Far From Home, and Toy Story 4. And some of the movies that I would like to mention that yeah. isn't on my top 12, um, Uncut Gems, mm-hmm. which is one of the most uncomfortable movies I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, very exciting and losing, mm-hmm. but I got to give props to the filmmakers mm-hmm. for making me love a very hateable movie. Mm-hmm. Um Apollo, <laughs> Apollo 11. If there's one documentary to watch, watch Apollo oh, 11. Right, 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 yeah. Amazing movie. Mm-hmm. Ford vs. Ferrari, really yes. fun. Alita Battle Angel, I thought it was really fun. 
Uh, and and there's a couple other ones like Cold Pursuit that, that that went under a lot of people's radar. And I have no idea what that is. Okay, that's yeah. really decent action movie. But yeah, yeah, and and there, there yeah. are other stuff. And I also mentioned one thing that's not on Netflix, but is a TV movie, a uh, Steven Universe. I've never watched an episode of Steven Universe before, before this uh, movie. It's not a movie. Yeah, it's not. It's it's a movie. It's a movie. Steven. Oh, it's a movie. It's one of those things where they had like five seasons and then made a TV movie and some of that. But Steven Universe and so it's a, an hour and a half, so it's, so it's a movie and it's fantastic. You know what I mean? Like I said, I didn't know anything about going in i watched it with my nephew it's fantastic the songs in it are some of the most catchiest uh songs i've i've, I've heard recently and stuff like that. i i watched it probably in march and stuff like that i'm still listening to the soundtrack right now it's fantastic all right um i'd like to hmm. mention movies that i i would say are a waste of my time oh where, wow um where don't, don't be angry man oh. <laughs> it's a holiday it's a holiday speaking of holidays my first of the list oh, here you go. Is okay, black go. christmas uh-huh. black christmas was oh, a waste you, of my time there's your racism again oh. uh captive state was a waste of my time Many Wait. black, many black international was a waste of my time. All right, you know what? I, I agree with you on that one. Uh, Midway shots fired here. Yeah, waste of my time. Wait, that's not Midway's fault. That's your fault because that's a Roland Enric movie and stuff. You should know better by now. That's on you. That's, that's you. You take the L for that. I wanted a typical Roland Listen. Enric movie. This yeah. was not that. Okay, mm-hmm. he he tried to be prestigious somehow. Yeah. It doesn't work. It. Stay, stay in your lane, Ronald Emery. Stay in your lane. At some point in the movie, uh, Day After Tomorrow, people are running away from like f- frozen water turning into ice. So that's on you. That's He's a bad filmmaker, okay? At you should least know better. That I knew yeah. what I was getting into. Yeah. This one, stay Stop in your it. lane, Ronald Emery. You don't have to make a prestigious movie. Just I don't do blame, what you know. I don't blame you, Ronald Emery. You, I know you suck. You know what I mean? I, I know you suck. I don't expect better from you. <laughs> and, la- and last one, my waste of my time was Rambo Last Blood. Oh. Yeah. Again, that's on you again. <laughs> okay. Any, any any other movie stuff you want to plug? I don't want to be. You... I don't want to be angry. Okay. All right. I don't want to be. Angry. Um, like I said, once again, I will. I will post my full list. Not my full list. Maybe I'll do my top seventy-five. Oh Jesus Christ! And uh, I'll put it on on the website sometime in the near future. Maybe when you hear this, it's already up there. Uh, and then that will be numbered, so you can see exactly where all those movies that I mentioned are numbered. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, and let's go move on with our 2020 predictions here. 2020 predictions. I love the prediction stuff we do because it's so yeah, much fun. Because we nail it every time. <laughs> it every time. Yeah. Well, well, you know what I love is that uh-huh. we are so confident. We are so confident in yeah. what you're predicting. Mm-hmm. And then and then we're like, no, no, no the world got it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I'm not happy with this my list this year because I didn't make any wild predictions like, you know, impeachment or anything like that this year. I just, really? Some, some of it's... I kind of basic and stuff like 2020 that. 2020 is the perfect year to do predictions. I know. Um, I was going to do prediction about like the Mandalorian season two was going to be pushed to 2021. I'm glad they. I'm, yeah. No, no. I'm glad they announced that it was going to be uh, for sure in the fall. Yeah. So oh. that's, that's not on my predictions you know, anymore. You know they've been shooting it since the season one premiered. I didn't know that. Yeah, they've been shooting it for a while. Yeah. Well, like I said, yeah. not on my list anymore. All right. So let's start first. Jamming, want to start first? Oh no, ladies first, please. Uh, Ruthie, go ahead. Oh. What's, what's number one in your predictions for 2020? Okay, my number one is uh, I'm starting with sports Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking it's going to end with the Seahawks versus Eagles. You can't go uh, Eagles versus uh, Seahawks because they're why not? They're both NFC teams. Yeah, it's got to be NFC versus and AFC. Yeah, <laughs> I want, obviously don't know anything about football. Yeah. You, you, can want, say, you, can, um, you can say they're in the conference championship, but that, but they, they won't be in the Super Bowl. Okay, so uh, so you so you, you, know you want to change your prediction? Oh, I figured I figured because they were both you know in opposite coasts. Oh <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, it's not like the NBA where it's East Coast West Coast. You could what did you what you wouldn't you change that instead of Super Bowl just say is NFC Championship? Yeah. Okay, NFC Championship then. Mm-hmm. Okay, Seahawks so versus Eagles. Seahawks versus Eagles. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Jamming, what's yours? Oh, since we're, since she started with football, I'll do football. Okay. Do I do both of my footballs or just one of my footballs? Just do one. Oh, I think the Super Bowl will be uh, Ravens versus Saints. Oh, good. That, that, that wasn't my choice. Mm. Oh, okay, good. Okay, my, my pick was going to be Ravens versus 49ers. Oh, yeah. yeah. Actually, that's going to be my original yeah. pick, but I took what was apparently the NFC Championship. And the thing is, what's funny is, I'm a 49ers fan. I didn't want Jinx it. That's why I didn't want <laughs> Jinx it. I didn't want Jinx it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Ruti, do you have another uh, football pick? Um, n- no. no. Or no. Okay. <laughs> well, I did say, well, for my second one, I did, just predicted that the Seahawks are going to win. Okay, well, that's, that's your second pick then. This is will be for the NFC Conference. Oh, yeah. Wait, yeah. that could be your Super Bowl prediction too, though. Are you saying that the Seahawks will win the Super Bowl? Regardless of who they play. Well, I mean, I don't. Do you really want? Do you want? Do you really want Ruthie to guess who wins the Super Bowl when she doesn't have? She has no idea who she might. They might be playing the Super Bowl. I think she can speak I don't for even herself. Know the difference between AFC <laughs> yeah. and NFC. I also. I, I think she can speak for herself. What do you think uh, of that, Albert? What Ruthie, do you think of that? Is, is that is that an additional <laughs> I, I'm, prediction? I'm not right? a sexist pick. What do you think of that? <laughs> is that is that? I'm another? not trying to take a woman's voice away. <laughs> Well, yeah. All right, speak up, woman, speak up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, you two. <laughs> um, I'm going to say Seahawks will win the NFC Championship, oh, and go. they're going to win the Super Bowl. How about oh, that? that? Double down on it. Oh, I like All it. Right. I like, I, you know, I, Albert knows this. I love a good double down. Yes. <laughs> go, go big or go home is what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay, what, what's next on your, oh, on your prediction? Yeah, just follow up on my Super Bowl prediction. Uh, the Ravens will win that game. The Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, that, that that would have okay. been my pick, but I'm not gonna do that. Oh, okay. Okay, I only have one football pick and uh, football prediction, and that was it. Ravens oh, okay. versus 49ers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna move on to NBA. Sure. But I, I want to okay. hear what I want to hear what Jamming has to say first before I, I do my pick. Ah, my beloved Lakers. So, my so beloved- uh, let's skip me again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ruti, you go next. Okay. Um, the UEFA Champions League. I think it's gonna end in Liverpool versus Barcelona. And double down on that. I think Liverpool is gonna win. Wow, not Barcelona. I would have, I would have just guessed Barcelona. I, I mean, I would normally because of Messi, but then Liverpool has such a powerhouse team right now. I really think that they can make it. Okay, and and it's very funny that Albert's trying to chime in on this on this subject that he has no idea what he's talking <laughs> yeah. about. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, you didn't even know how to spell yeah. UEFA. Hey, I knew, I knew, UEFA I knew who Messi was. Ago. Okay, I knew yeah. who Messi. Was. I have no idea what's going on right now. <laughs> I knew who Messi. Was. I, I have no idea what's anything soccer related. Uh, John Ming, go ahead. I'm gonna go with Lakers versus Philly for the NBA championship. Okay, I'm willing to jinx my Lakers for this. Oh, I got a bad feeling about this. All right, the Clippers are so good. <laughs> but Lakers versus Philly in the in the finals. If the Lakers winning, I'll just skip ahead. Uh, if the Lakers winning. All right. Uh, I'm not going to guess who's going to win it, but my I'm going to say the, it's Lakers versus Celtics okay. for NBA Finals because I just want to see the classic matchup. Sure. Uh, it's, mm. My other guess would have been Lakers versus Bucks, which might actually be proved more more correct. But yeah. I'm going Lakers versus Celtics. Sure. All right. Um, uh, Ruthie, you're next. Oh, okay. Um, so my fifth for sports is uh, the for the Olympics uh, oh, yeah, medal sure. rankings. Mm-hmm. Now this is really out there. I'm throwing a Hail Mary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the most medals, the U.S. will win the most medals. Japan will be the second most wins, and China will be third. Oh, so you're doing ranking. Uh, U.S., Japan, then China. Yeah. And, okay. And to be clear, it has to finish in that particular order. For it has, right? to, it has finish to finish in that order. order. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I have a somewhat similar prediction, but go ahead, Jamming. I have a, since we're doing Olympics, I'll do one. Uh, uh, the men's basketball f- uh, for the United States will not medal. 
They will not win. What? They will not win. They will not win. They will not win, uh, will not win gold, silver, or, or bronze. But this is this is freaking NBA people. No, but they. Crapped, I was gonna say, like, but they crapped the out the US. They had like a they had a tournament just last summer. And they crapped out. They didn't. They didn't they didn't make it to the finals. Wow, that's a, yeah. that's, I would mm. say that's a huge prediction. Because yeah. the thing is, they're not getting the best NBA players anymore, number one. That's number two, true. Still. Uh, number two, the thing is with those international uh, teams and stuff, they play together for like, you know, uh, the whole seasons, you know, longer time. So they know how to play together. You know what I mean? The NBA is just a patchwork of uh, different NBA teams. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. All right. All right. Also, the problem with NBA, uh, like they don't really, like the top best players, they don't play for the U.S. Yeah. Usually you have they, the, the they, national athletes that wanna, play for them, not the, yeah. not the basketball stars. Yeah. They don't play uh, for the Olympics. They don't represent right. the U.S., fair which enough. I think is very messed up. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Uh, I only have one Olympic prediction. Uh, Team USA will have less total Olympic medals than in 2016, which was 121. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. They had 121 in 2016. I don't think they're going to pass that. Yeah, And that's it. That's, that's, that's my one Olympic prediction. Where are they holding the Olympics this year anyway? Oh, it's in Tokyo. Tokyo. Is it Tokyo? It's only been advertised for the last four years, jamming. I thought, I, I thought the World <laughs> Cup was in Tokyo. What? The World the, Cup was in Tokyo? I thought the World Cup, the next World Cup is going to be in Tokyo. Our soccer uh, expert here, Ruthie? Oh. Uh, no, got, not until... I must have got mixed. I got mixed I think, not until... Mixed wait. 20... No, 2022 is Qatar. Mm-hmm. I think it's the. It's after that. Okay. All right. Yeah, what do I know? Okay. Uh, Ruthie, what is... You're next on your prediction list. Um, Oscar's predictions. Okay, that is also my next one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's good. Uh, okay. If that's the case, let me just skip. Uh, just real interject real quick. Uh, women's uh, soccer will win uh, gold medal. That's my last Olympic thing. Women's soccer, who? No, uh, United States. Oh, U.S. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Well, yeah, that's that's pretty easy. Uh, come on. I'm not. They're huh? really good. I'm a, na- I'm a nationalist. Wow, look yeah. at Jamie taking risks. How dare you? First of all, <laughs> look at you. How look at you. you talking football. <laughs> soccer. Oh, sorry. Okay, all right. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to Oscars. Ruthie, yeah. go ahead. Alrighty, righty. Um, Parasite will win Best Picture. Oh, best Picture I overall, not, not not just foreign film, but overall. That's gutsy. Overall. Wow. No, no. I mean, I mean, there's a chance, yeah. but, but wow. Not like Parasite it, but will yeah. win Best Picture. I, right. I went for the this layup. Is, this oh, is my. Mm-hmm. This is like my Green Book. <laughs> I have never seen this movie. It's not a Green Book <laughs> yeah. pick. Yeah. This, because Parasite legitimately <laughs> has a good chance. Based on the poster. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Parasite legitimately has a good chance, but yeah. it's not a Green Book yeah. pick. Green Book pick would be something like yeah. I, I don't know what. Yeah. Uh, Jamming, what's your, what's your... I went for the layup for Parasite. They're going with Best uh, Foreign Film. Yeah, that's the easy pick. Yes, thank you. Wow, look at him. Taking yeah. risks Best what? And Taking, it's on uh, your list? Foreign Picture, Foreign yeah. Picture. Oh, Foreign Picture, yeah. yeah. It's on your list? Um, I'm not going to do... Uh, fine, I'll do Best Picture right now then. Uh, Irishman wins the Best Picture at Oscars. <laughs> really? Yes. That's not going to happen. The real reason why I say yeah. that is because I think the Oscars is going to give it to Netflix just so that Netflix can shut up. About they the won't whole, shut up. About the whole, yes. like, hey, we I want mean, our movie to win Oscar picture. That's not going to happen. You really think they're going to give it to Netflix no. that easily? And I'm telling you, no. yes. No. <laughs> I don't think so. We're, we're, I think we're at least five years out from that, from that happening. Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. saying Irishman for think, best yeah. picture I think Irishman year. was a little... Uh, Irishman was great. Was a great movie, but it was, was a little it? rough. Was it? Was it, though? <laughs> I only considered it a good I, movie. Yeah. It was just long. Yeah. It was just I, so long. I only it was a great story, but it was just so long. I only considered Irishman a good movie. However, a good movie has proven Green book yeah. has proven enough to just go ahead and win <laughs> best picture of Thank the year you. so yeah irishman, and, uh, my, irishman. Oh, yeah. my best pi- my picture of best picture of the year that's going to win is knives out i think knives out's got it it's, I, it's, I don't think he has the buzz to to I, put I, them in it mm-hmm. it's made a lot of money people like it i think it's the safest bet in terms no, it's of not. Like, it's not at all 
Yeah, it is. It's, everybody likes it. No, it doesn't ruffle anybody's feathers. So it's it's subversive, but it's not controversial and stuff like that. I think it. I think it's. I, right. think, I think that's the movie. Too. I mean, we had hmm. three different picks: Parasite, yeah. Irishman, it's, and Knives Out. And chances are, right. none of us is gonna win. <laughs> we'll see. We'll yeah. see. Uh, my next Oscar. Wait, is it my turn? It is my turn. Sure. Uh, my my next sure? is it? Oh, Ruti, you go for yeah. it. You go next then. I mean, you could go. All right, I'll go. You go ahead. Um, my number two is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood will win Best Supporting Actor. For? Best Supporting Actor. For? You're cheating here. For? <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Brad Pitt or, or Brad Pitt or Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio? But if Brad it Pitt's if it supporting helps, actor. Yeah. It's, well, is he? If it helps, uh, they're, they're slotting Leo into Best Male. Best Supporting? And then uh, or Brad, Brad, uh, Brad Pitt is best supporting. Uh, so that's I think that's really I thought it'd be the other way around. Brad Pitt as best actor and then Leo yeah. as best supporting, or they both are best. If supporting. I remember correctly, I think the SAG and Golden Globes have Brad Pitt as best supporting. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I, it's I think Brad Pitt. A jamming oh, best yeah. supporting. Are we are we gonna let Rudy just slide with the? Once upon a time in yeah, Hollywood sir, sir. with best supporting actor. <laughs> yeah. I think the best supporting I mean, actor. Everybody knows who the best supporting actor is in that movie. I think the best supporting actor will be won by a male. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Like, I, if we're going to be ambiguous yes. about it, if we're going to leave it open, open up. Way, yeah. Of the males. Yeah. Put it this way. Supporting if, if, if male Di- actor. Yeah. If DiCaprio and Pitt are both in best supporting yeah. actor, that gives Ruthie that unfair advantage <laughs> of having two picks. <laughs> All right. Fine. You know what? I'm going to let it slide. Yeah. I'm going to let it slide. You can have your once upon a time. I'll let it slide I don't think either one of them is going to win. I have a different pick for best supporting actor. Okay, go on. Oh, really? okay, Daniel Craig. See. I think Daniel Craig's gonna win. What do you think of that? No, I think, think I think that, that's Daniel, Daniel Craig from Knives Out. From Knives Out. No, I think that's uh, oh, that's a bold okay. pick, John yeah, Big. I, yeah. I don't think there's mm. any buzz for it. Though. Mm. I don't think there's any buzz. He's great in it, oh, but I don't think wait, there's any buzz for wait, it. Wait for it. Come on. Oh, who do you got then? I'm sure you did a best actor nomination, supporting actor. The only one. No, I did not. Mm. Actually, you did. Mm-hmm. No, I did not. I covered all the ma- major categories. But go ahead. I don't have any. Oh yeah, the best actor at the Oscars for me is Adam Driver. Ah, Adam Driver is gonna. Wait, 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 was that going to be your pick? I changed my pick, but yeah, but uh, yeah, I, it's what I thought. Did yeah. you want to keep it? Because I can take no, it no, off. No, 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 no. Okay, uh, yeah, Adam, Adam Driver, best actor at Oscars because of Marriage Story. Yeah, that one scene, the best scene of the year, yeah. is in Marriage Story, and it's by Adam Driver. Mm-hmm. He's gonna mm-hmm. edge out. He's gonna edge out Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. Mm-hmm. So it could have been Joaquin I... Phoenix, but I'm thinking Adam Driver is gonna take it. Obviously, I'm not the biggest fan of Marriage Story, but the reason why I was thinking about uh, Adam Driver, <laughs> finish the movie. Yeah. I didn't. I, uh, why I was thinking about Adam Driver is because it's a great story because it's kind of he's in every movie this year. He's in Star yeah, Wars. He's in this also, movie. Yeah. He's also in that zombie movie and stuff. And he's been terrific for years and stuff like that. Yep. You know what I mean? He hasn't won yet, right? So oh, I think, I'm for, yeah, I think nominated. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the story of him winning makes a lot of sense. But I didn't pick Adam Driver for my pick for best actor. I picked Eddie Murphy because I also think it's a great story. I don't think there's buzz. Yeah. In, wow, you, you you and your bold well, picks, I, man. There's no buzz for Eddie Murphy right now. I think <laughs> nominated, nominated. Yes. I didn't even know he made no. a movie. <laughs> don't know it's my name. Don't mind, don't mind my name. And oh, it's great. It's a great. I didn't, even, okay. I didn't even hear about the movie until today. <laughs> oh really? Lucy, do you have a best yeah. best actor uh, pick? Actually, um, Adam Driver for uh, Marriage oh, Story. Okay. So we're sharing a, we're sharing a prediction. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Okay. You know what? Fine. We, we can share a prediction. Ruti, we can both be right. Yeah. We can both be right. You can also we can both you, be you, right. And you you know what else you guys can both be wrong. <laughs> yeah. Right. You. Right. But right. highly <laughs> unlikely. Yeah. Highly unlikely. <laughs> okay. Any more, uh, Ruthie? You're next. Any more Oscar stuff? Because I have tons more Oscar um, stuff. I have two. I have, yeah, I have, I have three I have more. Two I have three more Oscar, more. Oscar have, stuff. Okay, go on. I said Oscar stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know uh, said. Parasite will win Best Original Screenplay. Oh, that's, just because that, that is bold. That is bold. I think that's bold. I, that's bold again. Yeah. 
they always lean more for for yeah. English writing yeah. <laughs> on that category. I, I, so I think you're underestimating. <laughs> hey, yeah. you never Ru- know. Ruthie, I think it's you're under. It's gonna be 2020. I, I think you're underestimating racism. What do you think of that? <laughs> people, that? people yeah. can't read the screenplay. Yeah, no, yeah, you. you uh, say people can't yeah. read subtitles. Actually, you, most people. Can. You That's underestimate true, white. You underestimate white people. What do you think of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, old white people. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's, that's a that's a bold prediction. Yeah. Uh, Why they can't read fast bi- enough? Uh, no, they're just, they're just assholes. No, yeah. uh, best original screenplay. I have Knives Out as my as my pick. I would love that to you win. You just love that movie. But it's a great movie. It's a yeah. great movie. Yeah, uh, I would love that to win, but I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I don't have any, I don't have a screenplay okay. nomination because I have other Oscar I, things oh, here. If that's the case, I, let me just finish. Up. I have best adapted screenplay. Rufy, do you have one of those? Uh, no, I don't. Little Women. Yeah, that's a strong know. that's a yeah. strong get. Yeah. Hmm, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Albert, um, I, uh, are you in Oscars? Yeah, yeah. I still have a couple more. Ruthie, you still have more, right? I still have three. I more. just have uh, one more. Why don't you finish um, yours and then I'll finish mine afterwards? Me? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jojo Rabbit, I think, will win Best Director. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Well, it's out there. But. but you know, they usually don't split the Best Picture and Best uh, Director. They're usually hand in hand, like usually, 80%, yeah. 80% of the time. 80% of the time, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. You'll we'll keep it? We, we shall see. We okay. shall see. It's funny you mentioned that because I'm going to say. This is this is my bold prediction. Mm-hmm. The five best directors nominated will be. So I gotta ha- I gotta have you're all doing five. five. You're doing a five team yeah, teaser. That's right. You're doing a five team teaser. I, I, like, like, it. I, I like, like it. All I like five, it. All five. All five like needs it. to be correct. All five needs to be correct. I like the, fa- it. the five best directors nominated will be Martin Scorsese, okay, Quentin Tarantino, okay, Sam Mendes, Bong Joon Ho, uh-huh. and this is the and this is the part where I had to flip flop. It was either Noah Baumbach or Greta Gerwig, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna go with. Greta Gerwig. Oh, okay. Right? So, yeah. All five needs to be correct for me to get it right. Martin Scorsese, Tarantino, Mendes, Bong Joon-ho, and Greta Gerwig. All right. I like it. Okay. I like the okay. boldness. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say also, Avengers Endgame will not get nominated for Best Picture. Oh, yeah. That's but great. Joker will. Oh, really? So, you need mm. both of those to be right? Yeah. The, both of those need to be right. Okay. And then, um, I'm surprised we're not doing this because we did last year, Best Animated Movie. I did. I did, actually. You did also? Yeah. Ruthie, did you do one? Um, I don't remember. Oh no! I mean, oh, for, let me see. Oh, okay. oh, did I do one for now? Uh, no, yeah. I only did five uh, Oscar predictions. I have a feeling Jamie's gonna have the same one I have though. Toy Story Four. Toy Story That's Four. That's a layup. Sometimes you need a layup. Sometimes you need a point, uh, Albert. All right, so I guess we we can both be right yeah. about that. I can't <laughs> only, only because I it's can't. It's okay to share. Albert. Can you even remember another animated movie that's that quality? This year? Missing Link was pretty good, but there's come no on. buzz. Let's come on. No. Uh, Batman was pretty good, but there's no buzz. Come Frozen on, Two has the most money. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. But uh, and. It's Toy Story 4. And, Fros- and Frozen 2 is beautiful. Yeah. That's a really beautiful movie. But Toy Story 4, it's a layup, I think. Yeah, yeah. I heard 4. it was really funny, okay. Frozen 2. Frozen 2 was good, yeah. It's I, better than the first, I think. All right, so really? that's, I'm done with my Oscar predictions. I have two more, then. Okay. You have two I'm more. Just uh, best actress? Did you just do Best Actress? No, we're, I mean, no. there's an obvious one, but I'm it's, not going to do it. You guys are very sexist. Lupita Nyong'o. Oh, seriously? Now I, now I got to do Best Actress. Yep. Well, okay, I'm not. I'm not going to do one. It's going to be Renee Zellweger. Renee Zellweger for Judy. I, talk mm. about no buzz. I saw that movie, yeah, I, and and that was the best actress pick of the year. Anecdotal. That's anecdotal evidence. That's not good enough. That's not. I that's would not, pick uh, a best actress, but I haven't seen enough but, movies but guys, to like really be able to, oh, you know, judge their performances. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna stay yeah. out of this one. Yeah, and last one, best supporting actress is the chick from Hustlers. I learned that from Ruthie. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. Hustler. I mean, Jennifer Lopez. The Jennifer Lopez. Obviously, from Hustlers. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah. J-Lo. And stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. All right. La- those are, yeah, those are my last Oscar stuff. All right. What, what, what's our next category? Uh, do you guys want to pick I, one? I still have movie stuff. Yeah, I have movie stuff as well. That's not related to Oscars. That's not related to Oscars. Mm-hmm. Correct. How about you, Ruthie? Mm. 
Um, um, my next is uh, celebrity news. If you guys are on that, yeah, or do you wanna... yeah go, go yeah. ahead and go. I don't yeah. have any, so you go ahead. Go ahead. So go ahead. Well, hold on a second. I, I will ask though. Please, no celebrity deaths and no celebrity divorces. That's too depressing. <laughs> I'm begging you. I can't promise about the divorces. Oh, but definitely, oh. definitely no deaths. Okay, okay that's fine. Okay, okay. Go ahead, Ruthie. Just get, run, run through your celebrity yeah. predictions. Okay, I have five celebrity uh, predictions. It's all divorces. Um, <laughs> Haley Baldwin and Justin Bieber. Oh, <laughs> this, this again. Oh my gosh. That's a divorce, Either divorce right? or get pregnant. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. So, so there's two of them? There's yeah. two predictions? It's one or. One, one or. or the other. So I'm doing a two for here. I think I, I think I allow that. Wait, wait, wait. So you, you, you say you're going to get pre- pregnant and then divorce? Or they or, I think they're going to either divorce or, or get, get pre- pregnant. It's a high or low. So hold on. Yeah, hold on. Yeah. Is this one prediction or is... This is one prediction. Wow. That's like a bold it. prediction. Like it's it. a twofer. It's a bold prediction. <laughs> either they crash and burn with the happiest as F. And so, okay, I like exactly. it. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Um, what if neither happened? Meghan Markle. What if neither, what if neither things happened to those two? Uh, Meghan Markle, go ahead. Uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, I think, will get pregnant again. Oh, that's bold. Too. Yeah, I see that. Mm-hmm. They're going back to you back. You see that, right? Rich, see rich, that. rich people, what yeah. else are they going to do? Yeah. I know. But they're going Every back to back. Every two years, they got to have yeah, kids. Right. All right. Yeah. Go on. Um, Dakota Johnson and the Coldplay guy break up. Oh, my God. Still. You're still on that. <laughs> he has a name, I. It's, it's Chris Martin. Do you have something yeah. against Chris Martin and, and, and yeah. what's her name? What's her name? <laughs> <laughs> you got her Johnson. Name. Johnson. How did she no, forget his name? Fun. You forgot her name. What an asshole. Wait, wait, I mean, they're celebrities. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's like a 50-50 chance. Why are you picking on them, though? Okay, yeah. go, 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 go ahead. What's next? What's next? Okay. Uh, J-Lo and A-Rod will marry and then divorce. <laughs> All within one year? I'm very pessimistic. I'm saying that's, huh? that's a bold prediction. I thought J-Lo is over getting married now. Yeah. Oh, no, they're engaged. I heard they're engaged. They they're are engaged? engaged? I think yeah. they're yeah, They've they're been engaged. engaged, but they haven't gotten married yet. I think oh, they've been engaged so for at least a year or two. Oh, I see, I but, see. I, but I bet you guys, as soon as they get married, a couple of a couple of months later, they're going to get divorced. They're not Kardashian. You know, <laughs> not but it's J-Lo. How many times has she been married and divorced? But she's older and wiser now. Is she? And she's going to be a soon Oscar winner. Would she <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> from Hustlers? Yeah. Okay. Well, what's next, Ruthie? Uh, my fifth and final, Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas will get pregnant. Oh, okay. I see that. I don't yeah. see. I don't yeah. see why that wouldn't happen. But yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Jamming. What 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 category do you want to do next? Oh, I'll, more kind of uh, Hollywood stuff. Uh, box office. Uh, oh, the key in the box office for for twenty uh, twenty will be Fast Nine. Whatever they whatever they're calling it, Fast Furious Nine. I think that's what will be make the most money uh, worldwide. Worldwide. Okay. Okay. I have box mm, office okay. stuff too. Yeah. Uh, Rudy, do you have any box office stuff? No. Okay. No movie predictions for me. Uh, my box office guess here is the Rise of Skywalker will have a final domestic total of about five hundred and fifty to five hundred seventy million. That's domestic. Okay. Yeah. And then I guess uh, do I do I do two for? Uh, one point two for do a two for one point two billion worldwide. No, oh, is that the same prediction or two? two I guess it's the same prediction. It's a two for. What that's all. Okay, you have another box office. Yeah, I have another box office one. Uh, what do you call it? The number of billion dollar movies will be less than five. Uh, next year. Ooh, yeah. Mm. I, I think it's gonna be oh. an off year. I think it's gonna be an off year for for box office. Funny because I have I had down here twenty twenty will be the first year where at least. 10 new movies Ten. to surprise to surpass $1 billion Are you in nuts? the world box office. Are you nuts? There's no Endgame. There's no Star Wars next year. 2019 was, uh, that may be true, yeah. but I'm, I'm this prediction. Yeah. 10 new movies okay. will surpass did $1 you, billion. Dollars. There, did you know there is a, what do you call it? There is a conspiracy theory that uh, Disney uh, uh, 
changed their, I mean, adjusted, uh, adjusted the calendar. So a lot of these blockbusters will come, come out this year because Bob Iger, his original retirement date was going to be this year. You know what okay. I mean? Many years ago, he announced he was going to retire so this year. So he went year. to the retirement date. That's, that's why the box office is so high for Disney in particular. That's why Aladdin, uh, what do you call Aladdin, what was the other thing? Lion King all came out, kind of came out this year and stuff like that. But I, yeah. I have faith in the worldwide box office. I think they'll pull it off. You're, you're nuts. <laughs> on, the, on the flip side, uh-huh. I'm going to say this. On the flip side, there will be no new movie in 2020 that will pass $500 million at the domestic box office. Yeah, hmm. yeah I, I, I see that. I see that. Okay. you have any more box office stuff? I have one more. Uh, this one, I had to get uh, all three right. I'm, uh, billion dollar movies, Mulan, Fast 9, and Wonder Woman. Okay. All three has to make a billion dollars worldwide. Worldwide, worldwide. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have two more on box office. Uh, Tenet will break $200 million at the domestic box office because uh, Nolan's previous two did not. So I'm thinking this is the time where he will yeah. break 200. Right. And my last one... On 250 fa- would be bolder, but okay. okay. 250 is way too bold. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not right. that bold. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, my last one will be... Avatar will take back its crown by surpassing Avengers oh, Endgame in the worldwide box office via a re-release That's by, not, by crossing what? over $2.8 billion. James Cameron, I've talked about this. He said you, he... he, he well, actually, he didn't announce that there was going to be a release, but he says when there's a re-release, it's going to go past it, right? Because they're only up by a couple million, right? They're only yeah, they're only they're only up. Yeah. By, I think uh, Endgame has two point seven nine seven, and then Avatar currently has two point seven eight nine. So I think they can mm. pull off the extra nine million dollars, uh, sure. Yeah. Unless people are going to like purposely not go because they don't want the mm. record to be broken again. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. Do you have any other? Uh, I have a couple more movie stuff. Um, I have one more movie stuff. Ruthie, do you have any more movie stuff? Um, no, I didn't make any list for movie stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's let's finish the movie stuff then, jumping. Go All ahead. right, just real quick, Star Wars. I think they're announced uh, uh, the next uh, Star Wars thing. I think next year sometime. I think it's gonna be a lady director. What do you think of that? It's gonna be a lady director. That'd be first nice. Time, the first time ever. Yeah. I don't think it's happening, but that'd be nice. You know what? I'm gonna double. I'm gonna, I'm gonna what do you call it? Not just a lady director. A lady director, or a person of color. What do you think of that? <laughs> Has to be a POC for me to get this right. What are you saying? Okay. 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 Uh, my other movie prediction would be uh, Onward, the, the the Pixar Disney movie. Onward mm-hmm. will get a Rotten Tomato score of about eighty to eighty four percent. Eighty to eighty four. That's awfully specific. Yeah. Well, well I mean, I, I could say like eighty to one hundred. Yeah. But that'd be cheating. Eighty to eighty-four percent. Okay, and my last movie thing is for Marvel. Marvel for twenty twenty-two has they've announced uh, what do you call it? Black Panther, and they kind of the the rumor is uh, Ant Man, right? So those are the two that kind of set more or less. So I'm gonna fill out the next the other two movies for that year. It'll be Guardians of the Galaxy three, and then Blade. I think those are. And they two. haven't announced it yet. Th- those they haven't announced yet. No. Okay. All right, and my last one is I just I guess kind of movie related. AMC Stubbs Alias will get another price increase in twenty twenty. I hope not. Sorry, Jummy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already up to twenty three already. Yeah, I'm. I'm twenty five is still a goal. <laughs> uh, Ruthie, go ahead with your next category. Um, I've got politics. I've got four on my list for politics. I have politics um, stuff as well. Yes. Okay. Uh, I have Trump won't step down until October 2020, despite being impeached. Wait, wait. He's going to step down right before Election Day? Yeah. Wow. That's a bold prediction. That's a very bold <laughs> prediction. Because I'm, I'm guessing he's so, he's so pig-headed, he's probably going to push it and push it and push it until when he absolutely has no other choice. Like, right before election, that's when he's going to... Like ruffle everybody's feathers. Super pull prediction. Uh, Jamming, mm-hmm. do you have politics one? I just have one. Uh, Elizabeth Warren will win the the, the presidency. 
So. Well, oh, we'll Ooh. win the presidency. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you have another about politics one before I go do No, mine? that's it. That's it. That's it. That's uh, it. Ricky, how about you? I've got three more. Okay. Um, um, I have I have three as well. Why don't you go first? Okay. Um, so this one's a bold one. I think a second Arab Spring will happen in 2020. Second Arab Spring. What does that mean? Um, you know how, when when was it? I can't remember the year exactly, oh, but a, couple, a few years, years ago, ago uh-huh. when um, there was a protest that started in, what, did it start in Egypt? And then like every Middle Eastern country after that, um, like had a huge protest and they called it the Arab Spring because basically all of the Middle East was in a revo- like a revolutionary uprising or okay. protest mm-hmm. rallies. So I, I yeah. think... Um, well, then I don't know. News news outlets are predicting something like that might happen again in 2020. Okay, that's a fair so prediction. We shall see the second okay. Arab Spring. All right, uh, my my one. Of, uh, I have three, but here, uh, Trump's very first tweet in 2020 will involve the subject of impeachment. <laughs> I mean, it could, it could be it could be the second it could be the second tweet of the day. Yeah. But I'm saying the first tweet, the first tweet what? will involve the subject of impeachment. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm sure it's not going to be like, hey, Happy New Year. You know, God bless. No, be Happy New Year. We're going to not <laughs> we, get impeached. Yeah. I'm sure it's not going to be anything. I'm sure like it's that. not going to be anything pleasant. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, remember, I'm sure it's going to be stupid. Remember, That's for sure. Remember, last year, 20, yeah. last year, 29, 2019's first tweet was him promoting a book. Yeah. Okay. So so it's still kind of random you what, know what he's going to say. Here's my prediction for, for 2020 and his first tweet. His first tweet is going to have a spelling error. What do you think of that? <laughs> Again, it's not, it's not stupid. Well, how about something, how, his first week to have a gram, grammatical error? What do you think of that? All right, all right. Uh, Ruthie, I, I think that's highly unlikely. Ruthie, what is the next on your politics uh, prediction? Um, well, this one's out there, but okay. Bloomberg wins presidency and makes oh Bernie Sanders. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. wow. 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 After Bloomberg wins, I'm everybody, sorry, everybody I gets. Uh, Bloomberg. He yeah. was our mayor for, yeah. I don't know how he got a 12 year yeah. tenure as mayor, but. Wow. He did. He did it, and New York was good during those times. Very bold prediction. And everybody's going to everybody's going to get stopped, uh, stopped and frisked from, from now on. Very yeah. bold yeah. prediction. Yeah. Very bold. My, um, my man Bloomberg poured in a uh, uh, like you know, for, for like one week, poured in 120 million. So he's he's b- trying to buy his way in. I he's trying know. to buy his way in, but yeah. I, I think I think people are purposely ignoring him. Yeah. We'll yeah, see. unfortunately, he you know he never he never took a salary from New York. He, his salary was one dollar a year. Yeah, and, and he took the subway to work. And his, he's a billionaire. He's and a also billionaire. He, they, people mention this all the time, like, oh, he doesn't take a salary. Trump doesn't take a salary. You know, Hitler did the same thing, man. Hitler didn't take a salary either. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> well, just, it's I not bet big Trump deal. is make, yeah. is taking a salary from us. No, he don't. Right? He, he's and he's it. a multi billion yeah. dollar. Multi-billionaire. Yeah. But the thing is, you know, all the, all the tax cuts that uh, Trump uh, has made has put money back into his uh, pocket tenfold yeah. to a salary, hundredfold yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. He's like, salary, I don't yeah. need that. There are other ways to make money. Same thing with Bloomberg. <laughs> if he gets into office, he'll the taxes that he'll implement will put billions back into his pocket. All right, right, so, right, anyway. right, right, right. Tangent. Yeah. Anyway, so my next, my next policy prediction is, <laughs> here's a little one. Yeah. The impeachment trial at the Senate will not end until after the November elections. Yeah. Makes sense. It makes sense. Okay. Yeah, because Nancy yeah. Pelosi doesn't even want to give the the impeachment thing to Senate right now, so yeah. it's that's going to get yeah. dragged on. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Ruthie, what's your next one? Uh, my last one is I think the Hong Kong protests will go on through June 2020. Oh, oh specific to June 2020. Yeah. Is there mm-hmm. a reason why you chose that that month? That's a one year anniversary. Oh. I think right, mm-hmm. Ruthie. I, I think that's about one year. I think yeah, I think yeah. that's about one year because yeah. they're still going strong and it's yeah. getting just more and more now, violent. What are we going to quantify the end of the protests? 
I think we qualify by the fact that I can actually go in October. You know what I mean? Hmm. Yes, and yeah. and when when I feel comfortable, they, going, they can China can actually ship to Hong Kong yeah. overnight yeah. without having to go through other different outlets. Actually, to ship directly actually, to Hong I, Kong. I think actually, <laughs> right now, I haven't heard that much news about the protest recently. Because there's a news blackout, right? Uh, no, yeah. Hong, no, Hong yeah. Kong. No, there's no news blackout in Hong Kong. Hong Kong you, 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 well, you there, are, there are still protests. I mean, it's not as big as it was, I think, but there's still protests. No, it's huge. It's, it's, huge. it's okay. like bad now. Oh. Mm. Okay. They're blocking like highways. They're you know it's pre- it's that, getting pretty violent. But I actually. thought that was mostly in October and November. See, Jamey news block. Oh, you know what? <laughs> yeah, those October, com- November. But I have those I have commies got me, man. Those commies got me. Yeah, no. Um, just as just as early as last week, like I had to explain to a customer, I said, "Listen, I'm sorry, but your package is not going to get there on Friday. It's going to have to wait till Monday because." Yep. We our 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 factories in Guangzhou cannot directly ship to Hong Kong. It has to go through another city in order to go to Hong Kong. So it's going to take three days. Yeah, okay. Because it's still too much conflict going All right. on. I'm going to base it on on you, Ruti, and you, Jiaming, mm-hmm. on deciding on how accurate the okay. prediction is sure. when it comes around. Okay. Uh, my next predict, my my final political nominee will annoy you guys, but uh, Joe Biden is the Democratic nominee uh, in 2020. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I, I like the idea of a 79-year-old president. I mean, That's fantastic. I wouldn't be mad at Joe Biden, honestly. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm he's just per- saying. He's perfectly fine. The he's way perfectly. the way politics are right now, yeah. they're going to choose Joe Biden. Yeah. yeah. So, not yeah. My, not, he's not, like the safe bet. Not my candidate, but yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And that's also my politics one. Sure. Ruthie, that you're done with yours, right? Yep. Uh, Jamming, you want to dictate what's next? No, I don't, I don't have anything else. Oh, you, you don't yeah. have anything else? All yeah. right. Um, I do have a couple other ones here. Yeah, if you guys mention something that kind of inspire me, I'll, 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 I'll chime in. Okay. Um, okay. I do have one random one here. Mm-hmm. Uh, downtown LA will hit the record of highest maximum temperature at 114 Fahrenheit for the first time ever. Oh, okay. Whoa. Yes. I think the last time they, had, they hit a high one was 113, and that was a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking they're going to pass yeah. it this year. Yeah. Kind of 114 this year, uh, 2020. Wow. Specifically yeah. 114. Well, 114 and up. So 114 well, and up. If yeah. any luck, it'll go higher. So <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we're all dying, guys. We're yeah. all dying. Yeah. So that's, that's yeah, that one. Uh, Ruti, do you have another random one or? Um, I actually have six more. <laughs> okay. I oh see, my gosh. I, I, I also have... I also have six more predictions. Yeah. What happened to okay. that? You, you guys warned me yeah. last time. Don't make that, don't make that many predictions. Yeah, and I met, I mentioned the message. Yeah. I, oh, hey guys, he I have twenty five now. He said he made twenty five. You, so you I guys are nuts. <laughs> yes. All right. Um. Well, so we're winning, winning uh, by percentages, two. right? That's all we win, right? By percentages. All right. So. All right. Well, maybe next year we'll change it. It'll be. be <laughs> how many <you> got right? <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh my god. Quantity versus percentage. Right. Here's my prediction. You guys are cheat at this game. <laughs> all right, go ahead, <laughs> Ruthie. Go ahead. Okay, so for technology, I have two, mm-hmm. which is the iPhone 12 will only have two cameras because the 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 three monster the three eyed monster looking iPhone 11 just looks hideous. No, but you, you really think they're gonna go down the camera? Yeah. I think they're gonna improve the two cameras. Wow, you're that, that's, a, that's a bold prediction. I, okay, a, I know it's it's. I was gonna I was gonna go ridiculous and say they're gonna have eight cameras in the back and make it look like a boba tea cup, but <laughs> you, you know you um, don't you don't have to make a prediction that you know is gonna fail, right? Oh, <laughs> you know, here's my prediction. Here's my prediction. iPhone 12 will have four cameras. What do you think of that? I'm gonna take the over. What do, what do you think of that? That prediction is you, more is yeah. more believable than yeah. yours, routine. Yeah. Four, four is getting ridiculous. Yeah. I think they're gonna go back to two because like, three about, looks ridiculous no, but, and four just looks like 
But well, I go, like, I you go might to, as well just have a whole camera yeah, attached to the back. Yeah, of the but phone. I agree with Albert. You don't go back. You don't slide down. Yeah, you, you don't can't. go slide down. Yeah. You, you can't. You don't go backwards. Speak of nothing. I mean, I said, do you guys want the point or not? That's an official. <laughs> that's an official <laughs> prediction for me too. It gets four cameras. What do you think of that? Yeah, put it down, Javing. Four cameras. Right, put, it right, down, right, right. put it down. Put it down. Put it down, Put it down. I see you, Javing. I see you. I, I also have a camera prediction. I do this every year. Uh-huh. The Google Pixel Five will cave into peer pressure and have three cameras. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. All right. Um, All right. Ruti, what's next? I I also okay. I have some gaming stuff here, but oh, yeah, okay. go ahead. Go with your technology stuff. Okay. Um, so my second for technology, my only for the, those, just those two, um, there'll be a new Alexa model, but it'll be recalled due to privacy issues. But I thought, I thought Amazon releases an Alexa model every year. Exactly. The new one is going to have problems. <laughs> okay. I can see okay. it. So that's, that's, that's your prediction. happening. The new, the next new one is going to have problems and they're going to recall. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that's a, that's a good, bold prediction. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, uh, Xbox related. Xbox Game Pass gets another price tier that includes xCloud. I know, cricket, crickets, you don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> my, next, my next Xbox One is Xbox Series X. By the way, guys, that's the name of the new console. Xbox Series X will come with at least one month free of Xbox Game Pass. Xbox Series X? Don't that's the name of the new console. Oh, my Xbox. God. Right. Series that's a lot X. of Xs. Yeah. And they announced PlayStation 5, right? And PlayStation 5 will cost 500 bucks. Makes sense. Because you know five, yeah, yeah. It's five. <laughs> yeah. Those are my those are my three gaming predictions. Just go in ahead, case Ruti. people yeah. get confused about the price. Sure. Yes. Uh, go ahead, Ruti. What's next? Um, so I have some economics. Okay. Real estate. I think it'll continue in a downtrend, resulting in a ten to fifteen percent decrease in uh, home sale prices. I, li- I like how you cut that ten to fifteen percent. Yep. I'm more <laughs> I'm more accurate this year. <laughs> okay. Well, what else you got? I got I got two more, but and they're Star Wars related. But go on. Okay, so I got one more for um, economics. Mm-hmm. Uh, due to global uh, global trade slowdown, um, I think the U.S. will enter a mini recession, just because of everything else that's going on too. Mm-hmm. Uh, mini you know, I, mini I, recession. It's not going to be quite as bad as two thousand eight. But what do we quantify? We're, we're going to feel something. What do we quantify as a mini recession? Because there's currently already a mini like, recession. Like. Further, further than what's happening right now, I think if, uh, there's going to be more of a drop in the stock. I, I don't know how you can quantify yeah, that. It has to be de- it has, well, I, don't, I don't know how you can quantify that, Riti. As, loss as, of yeah. job loss. Um, oh, okay, well, how about that? Or guess, lack of job ge- generation. Get, get, guess on the job loss thing. Job growth, I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. Yeah, we need hard numbers like. Or is it too general? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Way too general. You need unemployment numbers. You need uh, GDP stuff like that. You know what I mean? Mm, I don't know. Help me out. Um, there's uh, actually, there's actually a number that you can go uh, online regarding like what the uh, what the unemployment rate is. Because a lot of the recession is based on the unemployment rate. So here, let me let me ask. Let's see unemployment. What rate. is the current unemployment rate in the U.S.? The unemployment rate of United States was three point six percent in October twenty nineteen. Okay. And, okay. and and this was a prediction that I made a couple of years ago. I, I did what, I did the unemployment rate prediction thing. So, because yeah. right now there are there are certain industries that are currently on a recession, and there are certain industries right now that are not. So yeah. overall, we're not on a recession, but there are certain industries that are on a recession. So it's kind of hard to say that we're going to have a mini recession next year because we kind of already have one this year. In ter- I think in it'll yeah, industries. it'll start spilling over. Um, I'd say three point nine five. I wouldn't quite say four percent. But I think from 3.7, 3.6, it could go up to almost 
Okay, I would definitely would not say four. So yeah, no, three point nine five. Three point nine five. I think I think that's still a bold, that's still a bold prediction because right now you're saying three point six, three point seven right now. So you're saying it's going to be a, a point two. It's going to go up point two. So yeah, I I Somewhere about that. Yeah, I, I would say. Well, why don't you just play around with it and just so say three point nine, three point nine five. How about that? Yeah, that's what I said. Three point nine five ish percent. Okay, around around that it would be fine. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. That's good. That's good. We're going to write it down in your thing. Um. My two Star Wars predictions, there's going to be a live-action version of Ahsoka Tano that will be revealed, okay? And there will also be an announcement of a new upcoming Star Wars animated series that will take place during the time of Leia's Jedi training. Those are my two last Star Wars predictions and last predictions overall. Okay. Do you have anything else, Ruti? Um, just, like, two fashion things. Uh, go ahead. Um... So this might be really stupid because from what I'm actually reading versus what I'm going to say, mm-hmm. what I'm reading, they're saying that the 60s and the 70s fashion might come back. But I think somebody's going to try to push the tw- 1920s because it is the 2020s, roaring 20s, bringing oh, it back interesting. kind of thing. Okay. Um, think Chunky Souls are here to stay. You guys know the the comeback of the, um, the Fila shoes. Okay. Those like Chunky sneakers. I think they're hideous, but I think they're uh, they're gonna stay for another couple of years. Okay, um, just keep an eye on that. Any any headline in twenty twenty that says nineteen twenty fashion is back or or anything suggesting nineteen twenties <laughs> fashion, I will say you get the point. Okay, but mm-hmm. okay, because there's gonna be a little bit of research in that one. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll put that in my Google alert, guys. Don't worry, I got this. <laughs> I got it. Okay, you go on. Uh, any anything else, Ruti? That's it. Uh no, that's that's my list. All right, uh, Ruti, go ahead and run down your list of predictions for twenty twenty. Uh okay. NFC Championships: Seahawks versus Eagles. Seahawks will win, um, and win the Super Bowl. Uh, UEFA Champions League will be between Liverpool and Barcelona. Liverpool will win. Uh, Olympics uh, medal rankings will be U.S., Japan, China. Um, for the Oscars, Parasite will win Best Picture. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood will win, will win Best Supporting Actor. <laughs> <laughs> Cheater. But go on. What the hell is going on here? What the hell? <laughs> Parasite will win Best Original Screenplay. Jojo Rabbit will win Best Director. Marriage Story will win Best Actor. Celebrity News. Uh, Haley Baldwin and Justin Bieber get divorced <laughs> or pregnant. <laughs> Meghan Markle and Prince Harry get pregnant. Dakota Johnson and Coldplay guy break up. <laughs> Coldplay guy. Chris Martin. He has a name. Right, right, down, right down Chris Martin. <laughs> he has, he has the most, he has the most generic and whitest guy. white name. You can remember Chris Martin. <laughs> okay, I'm going to write it down now. Chris Martin. Chris Martin. Oh. You guys were famous um, for like 12 years, man. More than 12 years. I know, now, man. but I know Jeez. the band. <laughs> but yeah, the Coldplay guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, the Coldplay band. <laughs> okay, go on. Uh, J-Lo and A-Rod marry and then divorce. Mm-hmm. Priyanka Chopra and uh, Nick Jonas get pregnant for politics. Um, Trump won't step down until October 2020. Second Arab Spring will happen in 2020. Bloomberg wins presidency and makes Bernie oh. Sanders his VP. Oh. I know a lot of people oh. would be mad at me for this. Oh. <laughs> this, this, this is never going to happen. Oh, oh my it's God. never going to happen. It's just <laughs> never going to happen. You never say never. I just had a stroke right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh, my head hurts. Just old white people yelling at me. Oh, my God. Good Lord. Okay. Uh, Hong Kong protests will go on through June 2020. 
And in technology, iPhone 12 will only have two cameras. Wow. I stand by that. <laughs> the new Alexa model will be recalled due to privacy issues. Real estate will continue in a downtrend, resulting in a 10.15 decrease in 10, 10 to 15% decrease in home sale prices. Um, U.S. will enter a mini recession with a 3.95-ish percent unemployment rate. 1920s-inspired fashion might come back because it's 2020s. Uh, chunky souls will stay for another couple of years. Okay, uh, Jamming, going run on your predictions. Uh, yeah, real quick. Uh, best uh, original screenplay, Knives Out. Adapted screenplay, Little Women. Uh, best picture, Knives Out. Uh, uh, best uh, foreign picture, Parasite. Best actor, Eddie Murphy. Best actress, Lupita Nyong'o. Uh, best supporting actor, uh, Daniel Craig. Best supporting actress, J Lo. Best animated movie, uh, Toy Story Four. Lakers versus Philly in the NBA Finals with the Lakers winning. Ravens versus Saints in the Super Bowl with the Ravens winning. Uh, Elizabeth Warren will be our next president. <laughs> wow. Yo, wow, sexist and stuff like that. Oh my god. Or- how <laughs> oh, disgusting. Uh, what do you got? Uh, box office champ for next year. Obviously, worldwide will be uh, Fast Furious 9 or Fast 9, whatever they call it. Oh, uh, five movies or less will cross the billion-dollar worldwide mark next year. Uh, billion-dollar movies will in- will have to have these three. Mulan, Fast 9, Wonder Woman 1984. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvel 2022 uh, movie slate will include uh, uh, Guardian of the Galaxy 3 and Blade. Uh, what call it? A star, the, when they na- announce the next Star Wars movie, the director will be a lady, and not only a lady, but a lady of color. Uh, what call Men's basketball will not medal in the Olympics. Women's soccer will win gold medal in the in the upcoming Olympics. And iPhone four, iPhone twelve will have four cameras. <laughs> yeah. All right. My predictions are <laughs> twelve cameras. <laughs> great, that okay. Twelve mini cameras. <laughs> okay. Well, my predictions are Ravens versus 49ers at the Super Bowl. Lakers versus Celtics at the NBA Finals. Team USA will have less total Olympic medals than in 2016. The five best directors nominated will be Scorsese, Tarantino, Mendes, Bong Joon-ho, and Gerwig. Avengers Endgame will not get nominated for Best Picture, but Joker will. Toy Story 4 wins Best Animated. Adam Driver wins Best Actor at Oscars. The Irishman wins Best Picture at Oscars. Um, <laughs> well, she laughs. It's just, it's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. All right, we'll see. We'll see. I'm sick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sick. I had to cough. <laughs> All right. Uh, Trump's very first tweet in 2020 will involve the subject of impeachment. Impeachment trial at the Senate will not end until after the November elections. Joe Biden is the Democratic nominee in 2020. Eh. A downtown <laughs> LA will hit record high of maximum temperature of 114 Fahrenheit. AMC Stubbs A-list will get another price increase in 2020. The Rise of Skywalker will have a final domestic total of about 550 to 570 million and a $1.2 billion worldwide. Avatar will take back its crown by surpassing Avengers Endgame in the worldwide box office via a re-release. Tenet by Christopher Nolan will break $200 million at the domestic box office. There will be no new movie in 2020 that will pass $500 million at the domestic box office. 2020 will be the first year where at least 10 new movies will surpass $1 billion in the worldwide box office. Onward will get a Rotten Tomatoes score of 80 to 84%. Google Pixel 5 will will have three cameras. Xbox Game Pass gets another price tier that includes xCloud. Xbox Series X will come with at least one month free of Xbox Game Pass. PlayStation 5 will cost $500. A live-action version of Ahsoka Tano will be revealed. And an announcement of a new upcoming Star Wars animated series that will take place during the time of Leia's Jedi training. All right, those are our predictions for 2020. 
I think Jamming will get the most wrong. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think I'll get the most right. I, I'm pretty confident in my list. <laughs> uh, my prediction is I will win this. What do you think of that? You want to add it in? Oh, come on. In? Who, who has the most records of winning? Jamming, I dare you. Add that to your prediction list. Uh-huh. That, that you will get the most right. That's right. Damn right I Go will. Go ahead. Put it your list. I'll add it to my I will. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay all right you anyways oh, yeah. <laughs> okay anyways um before we move on to the next topic which is our review of the mandalorian season one just in case the listeners actually care jamming where can people find you online you can find me on the twitter machine j-i-a-m-i-n-g-l-i-o-u last name L- I, 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 last name hey what the <laughs> hell is this <laughs> i'm sorry officer i apologize i was i'm not drunk <laughs> but yeah god that's it uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-I-O-U on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Ruti? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Grace13, G-R-A-C-E-1-3 for DIY picks, travel picks, food picks, cat picks, and other random picks. You can also find me on Instagram at B.Entwined for event, uh, event designs, planning, birthdays, baby showers, bridal showers, weddings, and other party design or DIY needs. This is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5 and anything related to whoatwearsy.com. If you want to show your support, head over to whowhatworstwhy.com slash support to find out how. If you want to send us a quick email, whowhatworstwhy.gmail.com. If you want to leave a quick comment, head over to our Instagram page, our Facebook page, or on the website itself. Music has been provided by the Y-Axis. Find them at theyaxis.com. All the links and information can be found at whowhatworstwhy.com. Uh, before we move on, quick, quick, do you guys have any kind of New Year's resolution that you're going to do? Besides lose lose weight, (laughs) good lord, yeah, yeah. Besides lose weight, which is kind of like generic, you know, huge resolution. But yeah, Mm. yeah, no, yeah, no. Honestly, honestly, it is just lose weight. Yeah, you know, because like you know, Jamming and I are perfect, so we don't really need to. (laughs) You can't improve on this, Albert. You can't improve upon perfection. All right, okay. All right, let's move on to our. To be less humble. That's my. That's my. uh... Yeah, let's be honest. Yeah. Let's move on to yeah. our uh, spoiler review of The Mandalorian because, after all, I think most people either you're going to watch it or you don't. So, mm-hmm. watch The Mandalorian. It's yeah. Star Wars in terms of like uh, that isn't part of the Star Wars wars. Uh-huh. So, go watch Mandalorian season one. It's on Disney Plus. Go subscribe to it. Uh-huh. Yeah, so here we go. We're just going to do spoilers. Spoilers for The Mandalorian season one starting right now. Spoilers, spoilers for Star Wars, spoilers for Star Wars, Star Wars spoilers. All right, so thoughts, go ahead, jumping. I really enjoy this. I mean, the first episode is kind of wonky, it's a little uneven, but after that, it, it, it finds a nice uh, groove, a nice rhythm and stuff. I like the fact mm-hmm. that the seasons are bookend, bookended only by the like the what do you call it, the main story. You know what I mean? The whole Mandalorian of it all. And I like the fact that everything else in between are just sort of these standalone episodes that take on like a Western or samurai trope. They also mm-hmm. throw in like a little uh, aliens and something. You know what I mean? All these different genres in the standalone ep- in between episodes and stuff. I really enjoyed this series. It's it's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Big thumbs up. Yeah, I liked it a lot too. Mm-hmm. I think um, there were um, a lot of endearing uh, qualities from the show that came out of it, like Baby Yoda. Uh-huh. Come on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the story was uh, very easy to follow. Yeah. Um, I liked how each episode didn't. I mean, the the story was had a continuum, but the each you could kind of watch each episode and appreciate each episode for its own story. Right. Um, yeah, very good um, adventure type story. 
with um, your classic trope of the heartless soldier that actually has a heart of gold mm-hmm. um, and a soft spot for babies, especially yeah. Baby Yoda. Yeah, you gotta go. You guys gotta go see it if you haven't yeah. seen it. I, I guess. Well, I mean, we're spoilers now, so everybody assuming has seen it already. Mm-hmm. But but speaking of Baby Yoda. Uh, I do like the fact that that Disney and the filmmakers, well, filmmakers, the the TV show people, said that that the word Baby Yoda does not exist in their eyes because it's not really a Baby Yoda, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. I, I like the I like the fact that C, Disney CEO Bob Iger was chastised for calling it Baby Yoda in public, but uh, <laughs> did, but did, did somebody really chastise? They did Bob Iger. Somebody, well, somebody, I think Bob Iger, John Favreau said that. Oh, okay. John Favreau said, "Hey, okay. you're not supposed to call yeah. it that." He's officially the child or right. the asset, uh-huh. right? Mm. Uh, but for everybody like ourselves, Baby Yoda. He's Baby Yoda. It's Baby Yoda. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Stop so it. yeah, but but Baby Yoda is. I know it's called the Mandalorian, but Baby Yoda is the star of the show. Yeah. You know, he is the reason why. Is it, I think do we know if it's a he or she. We don't, right? I, we don't know. We don't know. I think he's a he. <laughs> okay, let's just say he's a he. Uh, <laughs> the reason why he's the reason why we watch the show. Even my wife said, like, "Oh, where's Baby Yoda?" Because there was yeah. one. There was one episode where he wasn't in it very often. It's like, oh, why is, why is Baby Yoda not in the scene? You know, kind of thing. Okay. But, but yeah, Baby Yoda is the reason why you watch this show. And yes, it's nice that it is outside the Star Wars uh, Wars continuity. Yeah. It's, it, it's nice that it expands on the universe of Star Wars. It's a very simple story. Uh, and I like the whole idea of the Mandalores being uh, a focus of, of the series. However, <laughs> I'm already going negatives. However, it's a very simple show. It's a very, very simple show. This is no different than when I was watching Clone Wars or Rebels, where it's very episodic. It doesn't really try and go beyond what it can do. This isn't like as mm-hmm. ambitious as a Game of Thrones. You know, this isn't as ambitious as a Succession from HBO or even Watchmen. It's mm-hmm. just a very simple TV show that anybody could just enjoy. Yeah. Right? I mean, how much? Yeah. What, what can you really get out of out of the Mandalorian mm-hmm. that you can't really get anywhere else besides Baby Yoda and Star Wars. Yeah. It's just a very well-told story, very well-directed. And stuff like that. It's not trying to reinvent the whole uh, Star Wars of it all and stuff like that. It, it, the only thing it's kind of re- – it's just taking different settings. You know what I mean? Where, right. In the sense mm-hmm. that, oh, uh, the one I'm, I'm thinking about is the one where uh, – uh, of all the different bounty hunters where the Mandalorian had to get on that ship. You know what I mean? That's kind of like an alien kind of a vibe. You know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. – Or it's a heist movie. It's a heist yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a heist movie too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's the only thing. So it's just – Taking and uh Star Wars and playing to different genres, different tropes and stuff like that. It's kind of it's kind of like the Marvel formula a little bit, but but that's not really reinventing it. You know, the only time we kind of the last episode is the only time where it kind of went a little bit subversive. You know what I mean with the two uh, stormtroopers. Uh, joking around at the beginning and stuff like that. Remember? And they were uh, they were known actors too. They're yeah, known uh, comedians too. J- Jason Sudeikis mm-hmm. and Adam Pally. Adam Paley. Paley, Paley or something like yeah. that. So that's the only time where it kind of felt like oh. That to me, that was the only taste of like what that uh, solo movie could have been with uh, was, with the Lord of Millions. It like was that. also yeah. very meta because once again, stormtroopers can't shoot yeah. for shit, yeah. and they really, <laughs> really showed that in that one scene. Yeah. And it was almost yeah. like, okay, guys, we get it. Stormtroopers yeah. can't shoot. Yeah, but unlike yeah. A, another recent example of Star Wars being doing fan servers and kind of meta comedy, this one actually kind of works. It's kind of, I thought it was more clever and it's kind of funny and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. you know what I mean. But yeah, this is, this is a really good show and stuff like that. It's really solid. And I like yeah. the fact that each episode, a new director for the most part, it, it takes it takes it takes that realm. You know what I mean. So you get a lot of contrast and stuff like that. You know what I mean. Like this second episode was almost a completely a silent 
uh, movie and stuff. There wasn't mm-hmm. any dialogue for the first 15 minutes of it and stuff like that. And then, you know, uh, what was the other one? Uh, the other one I liked. Uh, I liked, uh, De- what's her name? Uh, Bryce Howard's episode and stuff like that. The one where they kind of did, did a Seven Samurai homage. I rewatched that one. And that, 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 that one's a little more clever, a little bit more well-directed than you think. Because in that one, the whole, th- the big surprise is like there's an ATST, right? That they mm-hmm. reveal in the middle of it, but when you rewatch it, you realize when, at, when the episode begins, the bad guys don't have any lasers. They don't have any weapons. The weapons that's being shot at is the ATST and stuff like that, but they don't show it in the first scene and stuff like that. You know what I mean? There's, there's some real subtle work to, there too. And oh, one more thing, real quick. In that episode, they mentioned how the farmers are are harvesting creel and they make some sort of drink, right? Mm-hmm. And without without really talking about it, later on they show the enemy's base camp and you see like a brewery and stuff like that of this blue liquid. Right. And that's what that, that's what they're doing. They're taking that krill from the farmers making alcohol and selling it for money and stuff like that. So I I like the fact that it's every director uh, directs a new episode and stuff. I I like mm-hmm. the world building of that episode, yeah. but you just mentioned the episode that the, that the majority of fans did not like. Which one? That, that one? episode. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I liked it too. But I like but it. if anybody was pointing out an episode they didn't like, that's the episode they <clears> point. <throat> actually, I liked all the episodes. I didn't, I thought the worst one was actually the first episode. That was the one where it's a little uneven because at one point the Mandalorian has to uh, learn to ride a horse. You know what I mean? For some reason, and then that, the fact that he well, in his defense, horse. it's not just any horse. It's yeah. uh, what did what did they call that creature? It's 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 in uh, Star Wars canon. It's in, it was in the cartoons before, but yeah. But it's one. Oh. Of those, but it's one of those things where I don't know why we're stopping in the middle of this episode to for the guy to uh, to, to learn. R- learn ride. <laughs> and the fact that he needed to ride it didn't come into play at all. Really, I mean, they could have just parked that spaceship a couple of miles away and just walked up to it. But but that's the know. first episode that introduced Baby Yoda and IG Eleven. Yeah, IG Eleven. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. and IG Eleven is one of the best droid characters that yeah. Star Wars has a lot of good droid characters, and this is definitely one of them. Yeah, and the fact that they they use the IG character, his relationship with the IG character, to, as the wraparound for the what a, for the series for the first for the season, season yeah. it was really clever. I did not see that coming. I didn't know IG Eleven and his relationship would be that right symbolic. It, it, I just didn't realize they would they do that metaphor where the two coins and they both start out as, as bounty hunters and him not liking droids, and they do they do a wraparound where to show how much he's changed along how much along. How, along the lines, how, how much the IG Eleven has changed? How, was that yeah. earned though? Yeah, sure. Why not? I I'm, I don't think that was <laughs> earned. By the by the end of the series, where season where the Mando uh, when Mando was like like sad that yeah. IG has sacrificed himself, I'm like, was that earned? Yeah, I I, <laughs> it's very difficult for because he, you don't see his face and stuff. But I think they, even, they, they tell you too, yeah. like IG, you don't have to be sad about it or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm like I'm like, does he really have to be sad <laughs> yeah. about it? I mean. Yeah. Uh, this is just like a few hours As ago, you didn't like droids, yeah. yeah. Like mm-hmm. what? Yeah, but what happened in in those two hours? <laughs> you know what I mean? IG Eleven did come back. He did save the baby Yoda and did save them and so on. I, 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 yeah, I guess. I like it. But at the end of the day, he's still he's a droid, you know, for yeah. a soldier who never liked droids from the beginning, yeah, and he yeah. so adamantly but, hates. Like everybody knows for a fact but, from the beginning that he but hates he, them. But the is, he all see, of a sudden, like, but he sees himself in the droid now. He if the droid yeah. can change, he can for, change for, too. for the whole <laughs> hour. <laughs> for the whole hour. Yeah. So in what hour he can yeah. change his mind? Uh, I, that's how I measure my personal growth with, by hours, <laughs> you know, by hours and stuff like that. Oh, I don't know about okay. you guys. I thought it was by seconds. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I think it's terrific and stuff like that. The ep- the episode starts out with him accusing IG of killing Quill. Yeah, and then it ends with, "Oh, IG, don't die." I mean, really? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and that, that and, and that it's life. That's life, man. That's his life. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, Ruthie, what else do you want to say? Uh-huh. Um, I mean, the the last part. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was the part that I was thinking about um, slipped my mind. Um, uh, yeah, the part where why didn't the droid like I don't understand how the dro- why the droid had to like walk through the lava and then explode itself. Like it couldn't just jump out um, when it got closer to the entrance and then explode. Well, the point is that he still has to explode anyway. Yeah, cool but he has, to, he has to be ahead of the boat because if the boat was near him, the boat will also die. Yeah. <laughs> right? So that's <laughs> especially when he had to go ahead first before mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah. The question, the question though is like, that, that IG droid is actually pretty sturdy to walk in lava mm-hmm. and not have too much yeah. happen to it right away. Well, I think that, I think that, that maybe implying if he stood in there for a little too long, that the legs would eventually melt and stuff like that. Sure. I mean, Getting he did it. start melting and breaking yeah. apart the closer mm-hmm. that he got to yeah. the opening of that canal. Speaking of opening the canal, what wouldn't the explosion cave in that opening? Stop it, guys. <laughs> this is this podcast is not every. This is not the, every thing. everything is wrong. What's what's everything wrong with the man, man and boy and stuff like that? Just mind. Well, that's Mindless well, nitpicking. This over minutia. Stop it, guys. Stop well, it. one thing that I did notice, like the overtone, like well, the undertone rather of, um, like when the those two stormtroopers were talking, their banter. Mm-hmm. It's so John Favreau. Like it, it just reminded mm-hmm. me of like some of his other movies or the movies that he's been in, like mm-hmm. that back and forth banter, mm-hmm. smartassery. Like I, oh, I like swingers and stuff. Was it swingers? Yeah, like yeah. it's just so John Favreau. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You couldn't escape yeah, it. And- I was surprised how much she was involved because he's the writer on basically all the episodes. So he was apparently mm-hmm. the showrunner. Not, not all of them. His showrunner, yes, but he wrote like, like half, mm-hmm. over half the episode that's written a, by him. But, but it's a, still like a lot of his sense yeah, of humor. That's a lot of commitment for a big time director. He just he also directed a, a billion dollar movie this year. Oh, so, yeah. He wrote six of the episodes. Yeah. Which is how many How, uh, how many episodes? Six. I well, just said six. Yeah. Out of how many episodes? Though? Eight, right? About eight, yeah. yeah. That's so a lot. He wrote the majority of it. He was he was more involved than I thought he would be, but yeah. But apparently, this this movie, I mean, this TV show is actually kind of easy for him because I just I, when I was re- reading the Wikipedia page, you know, they shot all of this in like a studio in like Santa Monica. Everything was shot like on the, like in the studio and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. that's how oh, they were. Wow. That's how they were able to keep Baby Yoda a secret. Thing. Yeah, it was like a, this is mm. this is basically a nine to five in one studio kind of a thing, and so you know, so yeah. They didn't go all over the world and stuff like that. They just shot it in a studio in uh, what do you call it? Santa Monica. And also the the standout director for me, the the real uh, the star making thing besides Baby Yoda is Deborah Chow and stuff like that. She directed two of the episodes, episode three and seven. She's great. Mm-hmm. Episode three was the uh, the sin mm-hmm. thing. That's the one with uh, oh the Navarro episode. Yeah, that's the one where all the what do you call it? All where he the rescues ma- baby. He rescues Baby Yoda. Yeah, all the Baby Yoda. I mean, all the Baby Yoda. All the Mandalorians come out and have the big gunfight at the end. It's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, what, was your, I, I, what was your favorite? My my favorite. My, my I don't think I really have a favorite. Tell you the truth, mm-hmm. I like the high scene, uh, the prisoner, the one directed yeah, by that's a real good one, Rick uh, Famuyiwa. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. a, a lot of people didn't like this episode that much either. But I think yeah, I wasn't it, my favorite either. I like it based on just the fact that it's a heist thing. I like heist yeah. stuff, and and it also it also starred what's his face, the comedian uh, Bill, Bill Burr. Burr. Yeah. Bill Burr is in it too, and I thought that was kind of neat. Uh, he famously known to have set, to him had poked fun at Star Wars, and yeah. he's in a Star Wars show, uh-huh. right? And he does the Jar Jar voice and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And, and and but yeah, I thought that was a fun thing where I, where you were sorry. Oh, it, it also it also had it also guest starred the the actor who does the voice for Anakin right in Clone Wars, uh, and. And I didn't even realize that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. And you interpret that episode as more of a high school. I actually interpret that more of a, a, a haunted house in a slasher kind of a, you know. Really? You know what I mean? Stuff like that. I, 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 
And then I like the fact that the Mandalorian was the monster in that house and stuff like that. I interpret that episode more, more along those lines. That's, well, why, I mean, that's why I like that. Well, that's he did a Batman thing, really. Yeah. And I like the fact that uh, in that episode, he doesn't he doesn't kill anybody. You know, until the he doesn't really kill anybody in that one. So I, I like that. It's good. Yeah. How about you, Ruthie? Do you have a favorite? Um, I I still think I like the what was it the second one? I think of the second the second episode when he starts to when uh, he starts to get to know baby Yoda. Uh, the ba- baby baby yeah. Yoda and like becomes more attached yeah. to him yeah. and like you really start to see him uh, grow That's, like grow a relationship with him and yeah you know yeah. actually. I take it back. I think that is probably my favorite episode. The second one? The, one, the second one. That's the one where it starts off as a silent movie and stuff it's like that. Heavy. And he it's heavy. He mm-hmm. chases down the Jawas it's, and stuff like that. It's heavy, Baby Yoda. Yeah. That's, that's probably why I like it. <laughs> <laughs> there's some, there's some uh, gorgeous shots in that second episode where, uh, what do you call it? Uh, you see the Mandalorian walking uh, through the desert, you know, with the sun in his, in his backdrop and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's a really beautiful Western-looking episode. That's also the mm-hmm. one where it changes a little bit to, like, medieval kind of storytelling where you have to go inside the cave to get the to fight the dragon to get the magical right. egg and stuff like that I, I i i like that a lot and the jawas mm-hmm. get the fact the I fact that he has jawas and he has to deal with that that was, that was fun yeah, <laughs> yeah i, yeah, I yeah, love yeah i love the fact that these this show is comes out like once a week and i like the fact that it's kind of kids friendly because every friday i will watch it with my nephew and for that ep- second episode my my nephew was like yeah how come how come, what do you call it? The Mandalorian has to do something for, for to to get his own stuff back. You know, it's like you know, he, the Jawa <laughs> stole his stuff. Why? Why? Why does he have to do uh, what do you call it? Why does he have to, to perform an act? Why does Why does he have to work for the Jawas and stuff? Because like that's that, how yeah. Jawas. Work. I know. The Jawas, and it's so futile yeah. too. Like all he had to do was yeah. get one egg. Yeah. And then the Jawas just like dig into yeah. it, and it's gone in like seconds. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes of the star, sometimes of the discourse with, with Star Wars, they forget to mention some of the aliens, some of the creatures are just. Are just a holes. You know what I mean? The Jawas are just assholes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're the yeah. assholes of the of the what do you call it? of the Star Wars universe and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And I like the fact that when they uh, to prove that point, they ch- they cut the egg and they start eating the yolk and stuff like that. They're just a holes and stuff like that. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? yeah. They just dig into it yeah. and like two hours of fighting. Yeah. And almost getting killed, and yeah. they just like devour this one yeah. egg that they pretended was so sacred just yeah. because they wanted to eat yeah. it. Yeah. It's like me fighting somebody for like a like a, a, a Baskin Robbins ice cream or something like that. You know, it's like hey, uh-huh. that's all it was. You know, and then you just devour it in seconds. Yeah, it's good times, man. This this show is just good times. It's just a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's actually if you had to compare it to the sort of the live action of it all, the, the, the live action movies, this would rank somewhere actually uh, pretty high. You know, as far as my live action enjoyment of Star Wars, it definitely beats the prequels. It definitely beats uh, Solo. You know what I mean? It, it's somewhere where Rogue One is, you know what I mean, in my, in my yeah. rankings of live action Star Wars I, stuff, you know? Good times. Yeah, an- another comment I, I wanted to make was I like that they released it every week and yeah. not like Netflix where mm-hmm. you tend to just binge watch everything because yeah. they release the yeah. entire season. I did like that, you know, they paced it out so that you're not left yeah. like binge watching. Like, uh-huh. for example, a few weeks ago, I watched um, the new the new season of um, – what is it? Uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh yeah. Okay. And I yeah. finished. I finished the entire season mm-hmm. in like two days because, like, yeah. I love the show, mm-hmm. and I've been waiting like a yeah. year and a half for the last season uh-huh. to come out. And in two days, it was like done. Yeah. And I'm just like, and now what? Are you kidding now, me? Now yeah, exactly. Like now you're now, now, now you're just an empty shell of a person. But but for Marvelous yeah. Mrs. Maisel, yeah. is it a serialized story? 
I think yeah, it, it, yeah. So I think that I think serialized stories work well for binging because you want to see like the continuation of the story. Mm-hmm. But m- my argument with The Mandalorian is is not serialized at all. Mm-hmm. It feels more like an old school seventies, eighties, nineties type of show mm-hmm. where they're kind of episodic. Mm-hmm. They're kind of like yeah. like you get your little feel of the day mm-hmm. of the week, and then you just wait for the next one. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't have that urge to like I want to see what happens next. Mm-hmm. Not as much yeah. as other shows like Game of Thrones or or Stranger Things or something. You know, I guess so. But there's still some satisfaction in you know um, having something to look forward to the following week, True. so that you could see that. I don't disagree. Like, I think yeah, I I, I kind of like would like to go back to that that kind of format where mm-hmm. you kind of have to wait till the following week because like mm-hmm. one week's really not that bad. Yeah. But if you like od on it for like two days and then it's done it's like the worst hangover ever yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're just left with like what do i do with my life now what yeah, do no, I watch? no it's, it's true i think certain shows lend itself really well for binging and some yeah. shows lend itself to not to be a weekly mm-hmm. show and mandalorian mm-hmm. definitely is a weekly show because yeah mm-hmm. like like the star yeah. wars cartoons that i watched the clone wars rebels and right now resistance they're definitely weekly shows they're yeah. not they're not like i gotta see the next episode right away mm-hmm. Because the episode that you just saw kind of wrapped it up in a nice little thirty-minute chunk, and then you're you're satisfied. And the other thing I liked about the show is like the cast. The cast is fantastic. Oh yes, the cast. Yeah, when they when they first announced it, they announced uh, Carla Gugino. They announced uh, uh, who's the lead? uh, Which one is Carla Gugino? Uh, what the the the, the shock trooper? I like Carla Gugino. Gina Carano. Gina Carano. Gina Carano. Gina Carano. Right. I was gonna say who? I get these. I get the blonde chicks mixed up and stuff. Sorry, she's not brunette, brunette, blonde. Brunette, brunette, brunette. Sorry, brunette. I call myself. You get, you get edit that out. Sexist. I get my brunettes mixed up and stuff like that. But yeah, she's fantastic. When they announced Verna Herstock, I thought they. In the, oh, Verna Herstock. Yeah, good, yeah. Uh, she's fantastic. Is, I don't know her name. Yeah, but when I when I her, but the, the, when they first announced the cast, I thought. I thought well, individually, just by themselves, they're, they're great actor actresses. But how do they will they work together? Because you got Carl Weathers, you mean Apollo, Apollo Creed, Apollo you, Creed know, you yeah. know what I mean? With with Averna Herzog, this is, how does that make any sense? But when you watch it, it's great. You know the the the, 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 the cast is fantastic. They're great. Uh, Carl Weathers was was pretty good in his role. Uh-huh. I, I think he's as, he's as good as you expect him to be in in this kind of role. But I think they work pretty well. Werner Herzog was a surprise, though. Werner Herzog is wonderful. He's always yeah. a surprise whenever he's acting like yeah. this, you know. And supposedly there was like he really like fell in love with Baby Yoda, yeah. the the puppet. He actually, had, he actually had to fall. He actually actually had to had to fight for Baby Yoda because yeah. when they were filming it, they filmed each scene with Baby Yoda twice. Once with the doll, and once with with like a stand-in, just in case afterwards they decide not to use the doll because they weren't one hundred percent sure they're going to use the doll, the animatronics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When they were filming, so they filmed it twice. So the second, uh, second option would have been CGI. And and when Werner Herzog learned about this, he said, "Use the doll, you cowards!" and stuff like yeah. that. I I like Werner Herzog. He's a hero. I mean, I've seen I haven't seen a lot of them. I've seen some of them, but uh, just he's he's unlike some other directors. I'm talking about Spielberg and Scorsese. He's not sort of grouchy about you know about the say of the of film industry right now. He's out there having fun and stuff like that. He's fantastic. Uh, he's just great and stuff like that. And Gina Carano, Gina Carano, she mm-hmm. ha- in that one episode, I think episode seven, her hair is fantastic in that night scene. What she's doing? <laughs> what color was it? it? It was brunette and so the, the hair and the, it's wavy and stuff. It's it's all in the wind and stuff. It's fantastic. I loved it. I loved it. The I, only I, problem I, with Gina Carano is you really have to write to her acting ability, of course, yeah, because she's not mm-hmm. a strong actress. Uh-huh. So no. it, it she doesn't really. Doesn't really play a character with strong emotions. Uh-huh. But you totally buy her as a shock trooper and stuff like that. You you do uh, yeah. you buy her as a she, ball. She buster. definitely fits that yeah. that 
Yeah. Um, that character. And the last episode when you find find out she's uh, from Alderaan, I think that was perfect and stuff like she's that. She's from Alderaan? She's from Alderaan. I didn't catch that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah she's from Alderaan. When, yeah, when he was saying where mm-hmm. they were all from. Yeah. yeah. When they were when the guy was reading the the Wikipedia page, he, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he mentioned her. He was uh, reciting it to yeah. them. That's one of the downsides of this movie. Uh, I mean, this TV show. Sometimes the dialogue gets a little bit wonky. It's jargon, you mean? Yeah, it's like it's just a little bit. It's just not not very smooth because literally in the last episode, the 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 armor lady was explaining what the second episode, uh, second season was going to be about. You know what I mean? You have to take this baby. Either you drop the baby off if it if it's Cree, or you two are a family. It's like you're literally she's laying laying out the mission plan. Literally, like you know what I mean? Just and speaking of armored lady, yeah. um, I do like the fact that in this show you, you can act without showing your yeah. face, and it actually comes true. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, they do yeah. the best they can. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they set these limitations and they uh, and they do the best they can. You know, it's not ideal. Oh, speaking of armor, thing, you guys do know that uh, Pedro Pascal is actually not in yeah, that armor, her. right? Yeah, it's, a, it's actually a stuntman the whole time. Yeah, not all yeah. the time, but majority not all the time. time yeah. But yeah, but but he's just a voice actor mostly. Because yeah. for the most, because I think they mentioned, especially in the episode with uh, Bryce Dice Howard, I think that's what you're referring to. He spent most of that episode. Uh, on the East Coast because he had that commitment to like a play or something he had to finish. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. So like, I don't know what I don't know what the breakdown is, but yeah, he's not in those. Not only that, but they specifically yeah. wanted. Uh, I think it was either John Wayne's grand nephew or whatever. The guy, the stuntman who plays the Mandalorian in the show, is related to John Wayne. Oh, really? Okay. Right, and because they oh, wanted—is he, he also racist? <laughs> I don't know. No. No. Because they wanted what I guess is the John Wayne walk. Oh, okay. Right, and that's the reason why. Sure. They wanted him to play the Mandalorian physically, and then they have just Pedro Pascal do the voiceover. Sure. Yeah. So when, when when he removed the helmet, I'm uh, like, like, oh hey, they got Pedro Pascal to be yeah. there for that one at yeah, least. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I, I maybe I maybe it's a scheduling thing. Maybe he'll be more in it in the second season, but yeah. Yeah. No, I, but maybe I think the mannerism for Mandalorian is based on that stuntman's work. Yeah. You know, like, I don't think they can change that anymore. Yeah, it's, I to me mean, not that I can't tell the difference when when you do one, you know, actor in a suit versus another. I can't take it. I can't tell. I can't tell from uh, Tom Holland Spider Man for some reason, but you know, okay. yeah. So, but I don't know. Doesn't it didn't it didn't bother me as much as I thought it would with the whole mask thing on all the time. But it's fine. Uh, Nick Nolte as Quill, fantastic. Was he there? Was that mocap? What, 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 did he that was his that? voice. That was definitely yeah. his voice. Yeah, that, that was that was Nick Nolte. Yeah. Oh. No, the the I, I have, have spoken. I have spoken. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, on all the catchphrases that this 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 TV yes. show has, uh-huh. that's pretty good. I have spoken. Oh yeah, yeah. This I is the spoken. way. Yeah. There's also this another is the one. Way. Uh, the one, the one, the until we meet or whatever uh-huh. line that was. Well, you know? there's also gonna be a famous one coming out of the last episode. Uh, do your wavy hand thing. Uh, do your wavy yeah, hand yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, see what uh, Taika Waititi played uh, IG Eleven, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. He played IG Eleven. And he also directed the last episode. He also directed, yeah, I think the last and the he did he did, he did the last episode. one. Just, just the last. Just one. the last one. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, what else? What else we can want to talk about? Uh. Um, I have to wrap up soon, guys. Oh, yeah. Just letting you oh, know. Okay, sure, sure, no problem. Uh, any, any last words then? No. I mean, I, we all um, like this. Yeah, I look forward I, to. Yeah, I, I loved it. I mean, yeah. I, I, I say, I say it could be more ambitious than what it is, but then mm-hmm. this is the first season, mm-hmm. just like how Dave Filoni handled handled the Clone Wars and Rebels. The first season is always the setup, world building season, and then they get deep into mythology and serialization in the following mm-hmm. season. So I'm assuming it's going to be the same thing. Yeah. So, so this probably won't be my favorite season. Probably the next one. We'll see, but yeah, it's it's a fantastic show. Uh, last words. Go ahead. Um, very enjoyable. Uh, very easy to follow. Um, like we mentioned before, it's episodic, so it's um, 
not something that you would necessarily need feel the need to binge on. Um, it's spaced out very nicely. I uh, highly recommend. You guys, yeah. if you haven't seen it, watch it. Yeah. Okay. I hope the biggest takeaway from this season is uh, after Deborah Chow does uh, Obi- the Obi Wan series, she gets she gets promoted to a feature film. She's great. Um, I want I want them to reveal that the person who showed up for the last second to Ming-Na Wen's dead body oh, yeah. somehow rejuvenates her or something like that. I would like to see mm-hmm. that happen because I'd like to see more Ming-Na Wen in this show. That's uh, true. They never they never revealed what they did. He never revealed what he did with her body. Yeah. No. They, they also they imply that it's the last. It's the same. It's a uh, 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 Gideon, right? But no, they, there was no implication. Yeah, just, they don't. They don't. Yeah, that's 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 not confirmed either. Because yeah. the only thing noticeable about the guy who walked up to her dead body, uh, dead body, is like the spur sound, right? Right. And I was watching that episode. Like that guy, you know, Gideon didn't have that uh, that spur sound. You know what I mean? That, that 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 that. So we don't know if that's even him. So um, I'm hoping it's actually one of the bounty hunters that was that was shown in the Clone Wars animated series uh-huh. that Dave Filoni ran. Yeah. Um, I, I'm hoping it's that guy. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say his name because it might be a spoiler. Sure. And also, um. The whole thing with the with the dark saber. Yeah, you guys know anything about that? No, Ruti, do you know? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, dark saber. No. The dark saber is actually a Mandalorian sword. It was the first mm-hmm. the Mandal. It was the first Mandalorian who to became to become a Jedi back in the day. Yeah, back in the day. Mm-hmm. And and this is this is mythology from the Clone Wars TV series mm-hmm. and Rebels as well. Um, mm-hmm. the, the the last person who had the, the saber was actually Sabine Wren from the Rebels TV show, and she gave it. To the daughter of the previous Empress of Mandalore. Sure. So during that time and the siege of Mandalore mm-hmm. is probably when she lost it. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah. And I, I, I didn't know that I was watching episode, but I did follow up with some YouTube deep dives and stuff like that. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the mythology. I think what they're implying is the, the analogy for uh, the, the stormtroopers and everything and the, uh, the empire has always been like the Nazis. So this would be the equivalent of some guy plunder, plundering you know the the riches of 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 Jews and Europeans and stuff like that, taking the dark uh, dark saber as his own. You know what I mean, right? So. Yeah, I, I I like I like how they have a, a nickname for the Imperial troopers. They call they call them imps. Yeah, right. Which which was never mm-hmm. said before in previous yeah. Star Wars stuff. So this is nice a nice little touch. Yeah, I do the like the world building. Uh, what called, uh, the city? Uh, uh, it starts off with the stormtroopers like kind of in disrepair. It's all dirty and stuff like because this is the this is the end of the the war, right? And then you know, but well, then, it's after the war. It's after the war. It's yeah. after the war and stuff like that. So the empires like the the uh, the the empires in, in ruins. But the guy uh, Gideon comes up. All his stormtroopers are new. It's it implies that he's he's still well fed. He still has well financed and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I like that contrast. It's also implied that the person person who was trying to do something to baby Yoda uh was a Geno Yoshin or whatever the oh. people who did the clones oh okay in in Clone Wars actually he's, he's dressed as one of those people oh okay and the other implication was that maybe they tried to take away midichlorian from baby Yoda sure so we'll see but but all that will be revealed Answered in the future s- future s- season s- yeah. uh, either way uh we're generally happy with Mandalorian like right. I said uh, you, guys, yeah. you, guys, you guys want to give a grade for the season I give it good solid B plus A minus uh Ruti? I give it a solid A. Oh, I, I give it a solid B because I think I could, huh. I could I think it could do oh, more. It's harsh, man. I think it can do more. <laughs> oh wow! Damn. Yeah. Damn. Baby Yoda didn't B, do anything. B, B for Baby Yoda. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 All right, folks. Uh, thanks for listening. This was episode two hundred and sixty-nine of hey the now. Stuff nice. and Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who What Works Network. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy twenty twenty! Mm-hmm. Uh, and so long, 2019, so long, yeah. 2010s. 
Happy New Year 2019. Happy New Year. 2020. Happy New Year 2020. 20. 20. 2020. Prepare for all the jokes and puns <laughs> about visions and hindsight is 2020, <laughs> etc., etc., etc. Well, the hindsight 2020 would come in 2021, no? True, but you know you're going to hear a lot of that next year. In 2020, you're going to hear a lot of hindsight is 2020 jokes. <laughs> And I know my next comic strip is going to cover that. But, but okay. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.